0: PWX, Over the Top Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $599 per month. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. 10, 9, 8, 7,
1: 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
2: Oh.
0: Hello again, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. My name is Thomas, and welcome to episode number 66 of the...
1: Brocast. I forgot what I was meant to say. I then just, I just drew a blank. What was I meant
0: to say? So we do that, don't we, regularly? And then, <laughs> what do I say next?
3: You can find us on Twitter.
0: No, 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 before that. I do other stuff before that.
3: You introduce me.
0: Oh, that's right. My, yes.
3: My name yes. is Thomas. No, no,
0: no, no, don't, no, no. don't say. I'll do this. No. He is my zip, and I am Skip. Give it up for my brother. And guess what, guys? He's my real brother. Give it up for
1: Alan. Yeah. You like that?
3: No, I didn't. That was <laughs> that was that was terrible. That Why? Was, what you had a permanent brain fart there, bro. What happened?
0: Yeah. Well, I was looking at my screen, and then something just went.
3: Yeah. What uh, do I say next? Yeah, well done. Hi everyone, I'm Alan, uh, part of the broadcast. Good to see you, good to hear you. Good to be back for another month of podcast hilarity. Uh, Yes, um, welcome back to another show where Tom and I are doing this from our respective homes because uh, COVID's hit our nice little town of Victoria yet again. Yes, and uh, we went
0: from being in lockdown to being able to be free, to be able to go out and shop again, go to the parks, then they said, nah, that's enough now, nah, back in <laughs> and now, Back inside. Now we've yep. been locked down as of what day was it Wednesday? Wednesday eleven fifty nine and I saw Alan's tweet on Twitter the other day saying I think it was like counting down.
3: <laughs> Thirteen minutes to go. Yeah. It was at twelve o'clock on Wednesday night, we were shut down. And they the officially uh long.
0: they officially announced today on the news that you actually have to glove up and you have mm-hmm. to wear a mask. Out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so uh, that's the way it's going to be down here in the little part of Melbourne Uh, but you know I just think this is just part of life now we just have to get used to Uh, you know we've been living like this for what nearly four and a half months five months coming up this all kicked in for us in March and funny note I went back and listened to our Wrestlemania uh, 31 show from earlier this year and that's actually the episode where I dropped at the end of the show the premiere's announcement (laughs) that we're all going into lockdown as of that night and,
1: uh, yeah, we right. as
0: Alan said, you know, our show has all been, you know, digital for the last, or, you know, in the virtual world for the last few months. And, uh, it's going to be like that for this foreseeable future until the restrictions once again ease and we're able to get together in person. And even catching up with Alan the other day, I actually dropped off a belated a birthday present for Alan. That was the first time I'd seen him in probably about a month and a bit face to face together.
3: So, mm-hmm. haven't seen him in quite a while. The only time I really saw you was through, um, using our computers and iPads. But, yeah, uh, thank you again for the belated birthday present. I picked up uh, Tom Got For Me, Under the Black Hat, Jim Ross's Story, My Life in Wrestling. Fantastic book. I haven't finished it yet. I'm about midway through it. I've been trying to find a few times, a few hours of the day, to actually sit down and read it. Really well done.
0: And that's the thing. I actually ordered that book, and this shows you how long it took to get here. I ordered that book on the 2nd of May thinking, oh, I don't think it'll be here on his birthday, but maybe it was just after. And it went all the way through May, through mm-hmm. June, and mm-hmm. coming into, what, half of July. And I'm like, come on. And then the other day I had, I didn't even know it was delivered. I went out to check the mail, and there it was sitting at the top of my stairs where my shoes would be. So whoever delivered it just dropped it at the door. Didn't knock or nothing.
3: Took my shoes. Took my shoes. Took my shoes. <laughs> we can only have one shoe, God damn it. Come on. Come on, what's the world coming to Where's my dude? I'll go back Wait, inside. Who? I'll
0: get my mask now.
3: Yeah, I can <laughs> see that happening. Sorry, I'll go back in. All right. So, Brain Fart, why are we here? Well, guys, we are once again doing a wrestling companion, wrestling companion. Oh, get excited. And Where's another, the soundboard?
0: Uh, <laughs> I should probably reinstall it with ads. Um, mm-hmm. I'll shoot, I'll get it on later. I'll just, oh, get Lord. too much internet going on, mate. We don't want to lose signal. So, yeah, so, yeah we go. Um, yeah, wrestling companion 44, guys. We have done 44 wrestling shows and get this right. I did a bit of a count the other day. We have nine of those shows have been WCW. And at least I think there's three ECW that we've done and -hmm. the majority of them have been WWE. Um, Mm -hmm. and as we announced last month, guys, you know, TNA Slammiversary show featuring my, my mate
3: who, uh, had a nice couple of drinks. Did you, bro? Bit of a blur that episode, guys. I want to apologize in advance. Uh, well, for that one, um, I don't remember any of the last match. I don't remember just saying anything. And I went back and listened to it when you sent it to me, when you posted it on the, yeah. other, the other week. It's uh, already the, the other month. And I, I listened to it and went, that's it. I had to fast forward some of the bits with me talking. I was too nice. I was going to say, like, I, if people have
0: listened to our show since the beginning, I think I've realized this. I'm the face and you're the heel. Oh, pretty that, much. That's how we work. And I heard even Jim Cornette say it recently to Brian last on their show, I'm the heel, you're the face. And I'm like, that's what me and Alan are. And I found in that same anniversary. you were really supportive of TNA. And I'm like, who is this guy? For the last three and a half years, he was running them down. And I was trying to poke the fire with you to get you to, and you're like, oh, this is enjoyable. I love this. And yeah, I'm like, is, that the, is that the whiskey speaking?
3: And uh, yeah, That was. And I pay for it the next day. And i uh, decided not to uh, drink on tonight's show, guys, so get, I'm going to be boring old <laughs> heel Alan. Yes, he's back. He's about to demean me and make fun of me. He's back. Right. Yeah, I'm going to be so mean to Tom, he's probably going to quit the show yet again.
0: He's, he has to make up for last month, so it's going to be double tonight.
3: It is. Both fists.
0: And I will say it was a good show. We did get some good downloads, Al, so people enjoyed your banter and you working with me sort of working against me.
3: It's two times I've been on this show, guys, and I've been I'll being drunk, you know. What it's was the, the other one? The other one was a Q and A show on the way to UFC.
1: Uh,
3: uh, ah yes. That one. <laughs> yeah. The podcast that went for seventeen hours. Um because we in the morning we went to the show <laughs> and then at the end of the day, drank and drank and drank and then we got back in the car and I'm trying to message you by via just read, which took me five minutes to actually send you a text saying, <laughs> can we stop for a toilet? And then you, you read it out I'll go, toilet. They're
0: well, going, I thought in. you were showing me a text message. Generally, hey, bro, look at me And I'm like, oh, what's that?
3: Uh, well, someone sent me a text message. Hey, I'm in the toilet. And you're like, thanks. <laughs> Say That's cool, crazy. Al. Type cool. Cool, and then send a picture of me with a thumb. Prove it. <laughs> do it. Say prove it. Say it. <laughs>
1: Alan, do it. Do it. What is? What's wrong with you? Oh, you fun, used to. You used to be fun. <laughs> oh <No, I don't. laughs>
0: Oh man. All right. I reckon we're going to kick into it, guys. In regards to our show, you can download all Arthur episodes, all other sixty-five episodes, on Apple iTunes, on Podbean, on HiCast, and Castbox. You can check us out directly on Instagram. All one word: the broadcast podcast. But the main way you can get to us two is on Twitter. Um, Alan is Alan Ross TBK. I believe it is on Twitter. I am Mr. Underscore MMA Action, but the broadcast is simply at the broadcast, T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T. Now, before we actually kick in with talking about the show that we're covering, I want to give a shout out to a great podcast that you should check out.
3: What to know things about video games? How about consumer-oriented reviews, honest opinions, hot takes, and predictions? Well, you're listening to the right ad. Introducing the Lit Gaming Arena Podcast, Season Two. We bring you two episodes every week: Terminal News, which focuses on all the latest gaming news you'll ever need, and the LGA Cast, where we talk about all the games we're playing and the gaming industry in general, and we do not hold back any punches. We also have the occasional wacky guest, so don't miss out. Subscribe to us today. You can find us on our website, lga.gg, and on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app you use. Again, that's the Lit Gaming Arena podcast at lga.gg. All
0: right, guys, we are back. And Alan, do you want to run us through what we need to do here today?
3: Well, guys, I hope you've got the WWE Network up. That's why we're not using TNA this uh, this episode. So we should go over to the WWE Network, type in or look up WCW Great American Bash 1989. And we should all be at the 000, 0000000 mark.
0: And do you want to give us the
3: countdown, Alan? Okay, are you ready? I'm ready, yep. I'm
0: good
1: to go. Right.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, let's go in three, two,
1: one. Play. How old school? Look at that, man. Where is that? That looks like someone's farm, pro- someone's farm property. Dusty's. <laughs> Dusty's property.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was going to say one thing we didn't talk about. Did you like my Bonnie Donner's introduction for you in this episode at the beginning when I called you Zip?
3: Went right over
0: my head. Did you miss it? I said, he's my zip and I'm Skip. Give it up for my brother, Alan.
3: Oh, you thought you were meeting Kip Jones or Skip. Oh, Kip, yeah. <laughs> Kip James or whatever. What? He's he's Kip and I'm BJ. That doesn't yeah, seem right. No, it doesn't at all, but it sounds perfectly <laughs> for this show. Look how old school this is. I like, love it. Is your insane. screen
0: like half a square screen too? Yeah, it's not a full picture.
3: Now, yeah, mind you, I have gone back and watched a little bit of this. Yep. This is done on a very small tape and a, a one camera. It's, uh, yeah, look at that.
0: Like the classic ECW show we did, where the camera was just turning on the tripod back and forth.
3: Just one camera, fantastic. Yep.
0: Now we have the dual rings, guys, because there's actual rings stay there all night. This is not World War Three, okay? Well, you're not watching World War Three. This is actually the two-ring uh, King of the Hill Battle Royal that will kick us off, and those rings will actually stay together. For a majority of right. the show. And for me, it kind of screams the old fashioned war games, too.
3: Well, not funny like you should say that. We do have a war games tonight.
0: Yes, we do. That's our co main event, uh, which is the team of the Road Warriors, the Midnight Express, and Dr. Death Steve Williams take on the fabulous Freebirds, the Samoan SWAT team, and that's him. I get it because all three members of the Freebirds tonight.
3: Yep. Now, I want you to watch, you, watch this about when the wrestlers are coming out. I want you to look at Rick Steiner, what he does with the crown as they're coming out. So we've got the Varsity Club.
0: Yeah, because a lot of people actually double duty tonight, uh, which is yes. what this card was known for, having multiple matches featuring
3: similar stars. There's the goon. There's dad, Farouk, or Ron Simmons. That was Ron Simmons is our father, or he looks like our father. This Scott Hall. Look,
1: at, look at Scott Hall. Look at that. Oh, that's when he was oh, doing my porn.
3: Lord. Look at that mustache and that curly mane. Yeah. Scott Hall was doing pornography at that time. <laughs> he had that the, dim- the
0: diamond stud.
3: Now, Rick Steiner here. Here he is. Not I don't want to wear it. I'm walking out.
0: Just, See? Where did he put it, though? Just, put, just gave it to a kid. Gave,
3: here, it, to, gave it to a, crowd, a person look in the crowd. At that. Sid
0: Vicious and Dan Spivey, the skyscrapers. Oh. It's
3: like Kane and the Undertaker coming out.
0: That's awesome. And off they go. They're already starting.
3: And we have JR and Bob Coddle as our commentary team for tonight. But we are your com Oh, there's Teddy Long. I thought he was up in the rafters. Is he in the rafters? Where no, he? he's just. Like the well, stink. Presented in the most comfortable, complete form possible. Due to the original production technical difficulties. Yeah, there was
0: a bit of a scratch then.
3: Love it.
1: <laughs>
0: Classic. Now, this is actually only marks the second time that we've actually covered anything oh. from 1989. Do you Very know what the good. first thing was that we covered?
3: Wasn't one of the Clash no. of the Champions, was it? No, it was only one match.
0: It was the Ric Flair, Terry Funk, I quit. Yes,
3: it was. was oh was from my 1989,
0: God. Clash of the Champions. And that was for our, oh my God, season one that we did last year, guys. One of the earlier episodes within that season. And that was the only event we ever covered from '89. Because the the latest we've gone back was 1990, which was both Capital Combat and also Survivor Series uh, 1990 that we did. I think That's last right. year or the year before. Mm-hmm. So in this match, we've got Dan Spivey, Sid Vicious, Bill Irwin, Brian Pillman, Eddie Gilbert, Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotunda, Ranger Ross, Rick Steiner, Ron Simmons, Scott Hall, Scott Steiner, Steve Williams, and Terry Gordy.
3: That's a lot of beef. It's a lot of beef in that ring.
0: So also on the card, guys, we've got the classic uh, tuxedo matchup that I cannot wait to see. We've got Jim Cornette against <laughs> Paulie Dangerously. Your boy who, versus my boy. Yep, who will also be in the main event, ca- uh, not captaining, but actually managing the two teams involved in the War Games matchup. We've also got two really good singles matchups for the NWA championships. We've got the TV title as the great Muta takes on Sting. And I will say that's a really good match. was known Excellent. kind of for the, the ending not being the best, but a very good classic matchup.
3: Just a heads up, it is a BS ending. I have to agree with you on that one.
0: Yep. And also, we got the United States Championship. A lot of personal bad blood between Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and Lex Luger for the United States title. Really, really good matchup. Really good. Because, again, uh, Luger turned heel on year only a few months earlier after being disappointed that he wasn't in the title picture um, after losing to uh, Ric Flair.
3: Ranger Ross is in the second ring now.
0: So Ranger Ross, let's have a look at this fellow because he's not jumping under someone that I know. Do you know much about Ranger Ross, L?
3: Sorry, I have no idea who this man is.
0: So his name is Robert Lee Ross Jr., also known as Ranger Ross, was mainly known in the Jim Crocker promotions and the WCW in the late 80s and early 1990s. Uh, still alive today, 60 uh, years of age. Yep. I'm just in the second
3: he... ring too. Uh, sorry, Ron Simmons.
0: So he's he, in the second he's, ring. He's, tincher finished in WCW in 1991. Uh, he actually filed a lawsuit against the WCW Ooh, for uh, discrimination. Yeah. Uh, working as a private investigator as well as a part-time probation officer during the early 1990s, he also collected fines and probation fees in the local area. Kind of like that
1: fellow from um, the uh, Dark Side of the Ring that was doing the bounty hunting. Yes, um... Yes. what the slap heard around the world, eh? Yes. And the last time it looked like he
0: competed was 2007 for Ranger oh, Ross. Wow. Okay. So he kind of still went going after, what, 30, nearly 20 years after this event. Who else do we have that I, that's jumping at that I don't know? I, know? I know Eddie Gilbert from the ECW time.
3: And there goes Farouk. Oh, he's oh, out. Sorry. Ron Simmons has been eliminated. He is out. And see, this is
0: before the whole formation of, what, Doom before going for the world title against Vader. Yep. So, you know, those early times when he's just starting off his career. Look, I can right there. You've got Scott Hall and Sid Vicious both standing there together in different rings, but
1: that's Scott Hall on one side, Sid on the other. Look how jacked he was too, Scott Hall. Yeah, he was a big, big dude. And then
3: we got... Who have we got in the ring here with... Um, oh, the Goons in the, in now.
0: Yeah, the goon actually takes on Brian Pillman tonight. I think yes, in our next matchup, or maybe the third match on the card, they go for about ten minutes in that one. Oh,
3: there's oh. another glitch there. And here he goes, another great oh power bomb. Jesus, <laughs> and spy look again. At- no, that was fantastic. I think he's going to go for it again. Yep, not one, but two. God, look and it, see. That's
0: the power bomb when it's from the shoulder. Yes, it's not like from the head down. It's from the shoulder down. And there was a recent uh, what? GCW wrestling show that happened in what a backyard party that featured one of the most hardest power bombs I've ever seen. He just hoisted him up
3: yeah. and just slammed him down. I sent that to you. Oh, what is Dr. Death Steve Williams doing on top of the rope? Well, he jumped off. And Tom, and Tom Tom and oh, this is like uh, Kane versus Rey Mysterio. That if now you're thinking of 2000 and the rest of it. Oh, my God. And he just took his head off. Do you know the other member that was a part of the uh,
0: the Skyscrapers for a short time that we've also had on this show a number of times? Was it Mark Callis? You are correct, El.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I think that's how, what, Taker came in with Spivey, but Taker just kind of outshunned it very quickly. Like, he yeah. came in as the young dude and just outshone the fellow and he ended up doing a lot more. Another powerbomb. Jesus.
3: Oh, Dr. Death is out. Rick Stein is out. Is it just me or does Dr. Death look like Hulk Hogan tonight with he his does. red and yellow? <laughs> he's got those he's got those, uh, yellow trunks. Oh, what a dropkick from Brian Pilman. Beautiful.
0: And get this right. Talking about our, uh, what is it, nine WCW oh. shows we've covered, mm. I've actually figured out Sting has been in seven of them. Of course. Like Sting has been in, I think Ric Flair as well, have nearly been in every single one that we've done. In yep. one, you know, if facing off or just in a
1: promo. But yep. they've nearly been in every single companion.
3: So Sid has won in ring one. And then there goes Brian Pillman.
0: So we're down to our final three in the ring. So Dr. Death, Mike Rotunda, and Dan Spivey. Will we
1: see partner versus partner? Look,
3: look, look at him. Look <laughs> at boom <him. laughs> <laughs> go. Do, do, do. <laughs> the ultimate warrior. Come on. Come oh, on. I love it. Well, you <laughs> <wanna> <laughs> you, you wanna want to go? You want to go? You want to go? go? Look at the crowd. They are loving it.
0: I will say, it is a very energised crowd tonight, and I know that throughout the card, I do see at times there's a bit of a flip of face and heel. Because yes. during the Muta-Sting match, they're really getting behind Muta. Mm. During the Luger-Steamboat match, they're going for Luger. But, like, they're the two heels. So I'm like, wait a minute, it's like they're in Toronto, Canada, where they switch on who they're actually going for.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa. Uh, catch After <laughs> to the funhouse, off you go. Off you go. Go <laughs> on. If you just go and believe, you'll be fine. But just follow the buzzards. Uh, just Doctor Death. I jacked up. The poor
3: oh, fella just
0: got knocked out in the brawl for all.
3: I, I liked it. I went to um, to Bray Wyatt, and you went for Bo Dallas. No, good on you. Good on you.
0: <laughs> and to think we could have got Doctor Death and Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WWE Championship in ninety eight.
3: Oh, funny how you say that it was one of the um. Passengers in one of the pass, uh, sorry, paragraphs yep. in the uh, under the Black Hat book, where Jim oh, Ross, it, when Jim Ross had to fire, uh, tell Steve Williams, we have got nothing for you mm. after that brawl for all,
0: and the injuries yeah. he had too. They just it was more of a oh look at that a trip, a hindrance that he couldn't go.
3: That's right. Was that was that Rotunda that tripped him? I believe. That's right. It tripped him. He tripped over. Hogan We've without got, the, we got Bill Alfonso, it looks like, in the
0: background as a referee there. Or it could be Tommy Young, I think. And that's it. Dan Spivey yeah. wins it.
3: Well, he wins on ring, too. Now it's Pana yes. versus Pana. Where's Teddy? Long is he coming in? He will be in a minute. Don't don't spoil it for people who haven't seen this no, yet. I
0: just saw him down the bottom there, Al. He was down
1: there. He walking up yep. with his uh, weird shaved hair.
3: With hair. Here he comes. I got something to say, player. I'm bringing out the Undertaker, (laughs) and we're gonna have a tag team match.
0: Oh, look at him! With these teeth, he's missing half the top bit.
3: Man, that's a fantastic hair. (laughs) George Costanza style.
1: Oh yeah. I like the the white top with the kind of like the cowboy look with the tassel hanging down where a tie would be.
3: And this is the second time we've had um, Ted Long on our show as a heel who's uh, who just gets heat, gets a lot of heat from the crowd. Okay.
1: It just Moving did it on. again,
0: didn't it? Oh. Yeah, he, he was announcing that they took home the 50 grand, and then it bloop, just cuts out.
3: And look at that big fellow with the white, with the yellow down there in the corner.
0: Swinging the hands up. Because that's a some, woman, eh? That's he's, a got some,
3: he's got that's a guy with man titties.
0: Well, wow. <laughs> so he went from the ring, now he's backstage, or how are we doing with his teddy? Oh, Gordon's
1: the
0: great Gordon Sawyer, yeah. look at him, classic. He's so soft spoken on the mic. Like, even when like, Lex Luger and stuff get animated, he just goes, hmm, well. Wow.
3: And then just, oh. just keeps the interview going. Do you remember when I met Robocop and I tried to speak to him about the Little <laughs> Stingers? Oh, man. I love that show. That was such a good show. Not us. Alan's a uh, show.
0: Alan. That one's referencing the Capital Combat show, guys, that we did, I think it was uh, May, that featured mm-hmm. uh, what, the steel cage with a uh, pissed off Lex Luger wanting the, the, the cameraman to get out of the ring. you
1: going to get out? Get out. Get <laughs> out. Oh, man. He's got one tooth on the top, I believe, and then nothing. Yeah, he's got his hole. Oh, man. Here's
0: a question. I don't think we've ever covered this because we have talked about it briefly off mic. Mm. You know, looking at the, the era of the, the attire that wrestlers would wear in the ring, what mm. would be your wrestling attire if you became a wrestler today?
3: Uh, I've always liked the Andre look, Andre the Giant look. Ah, uh, yes. But I, would, I wouldn't I would try to get the sort of the bikini line done, so i try to get the trunks around the knees. Oh, who's who who has a look like
0: that? Kind of like Keith Lee has shorts similar to that, but they're a little bit above right up, the knee. Right up,
3: right up. More like um Big Thick Boy. Um Oh, what's, oh, his, what's name? his name? Um what's his name? Uh
1: one,
0: oh, what's his name now? Um How can I forget this? Jonah Rock is his actual wrestling yeah. name, but yeah. he's what, like Bronson Reed, I think it is, in NXT yeah. at the moment.
1: Yeah. Um Him. That's my style. Here we go. It's almost like the guy too from MLW, one of the Fat Twos. He wears a
0: yes. similar look as well. MLW yes. champion. I think I would go. I think. It, hmm, let me have a think. Um, <laughs> you can't fight wrestling without tassels. So I reckon yes, I would yeah. do tassels across the biceps.
2: Tassels. Yeah, Your warrior. Your
0: warrior. <laughs> tassels on the knees. Tassels on the boots. I'll kind of like warrior. free warrior meets Freebird <laughs> meets Young Bucks. It mixed in.
3: Nah, uh, you're just Ultimate Warrior. Just do a lot of blow. Tom, come on. Not, a, not again. I just want to stay with the universe and how the planets are all aligning. I have no idea what I'm talking about. We're going to be teaming tonight. You with your Andre look
0: and me with a tassel look.
3: Like that um thing that was on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. We're Shawn Michaels and I Man Johnson yep. and Ultimate Warrior. They were a three-man tag. Yeah. And you had no idea what was going on. Warriors well, walking around the side, just walking back. There was a lot, of co- him. a lot of cocaine in that one primary line with three men. Oh, here we go.
0: I wonder what show that was. It looks like it was a roar or something.
3: Oh, it was probably, probably in your it. house.
0: All right, so this is our next match. This is a singles matchup. So we got Bill, a wild Bill Irwin taking on Brian Pillman. So Pillman's actually been on at least. I think four yeah. of our shows, I think. A few of the old ones. He was on the very first Nitro that we covered in 1995, which was against Justin Thunder Liger. We did that in September of last year. He was also on the Capital Combat. He lost the United States tag title
1: That's when right. he was
0: with the Z-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's have a chat about uh, Bill Irwin, because he's only been on our show once, which was the portrayal of the Goon, which was yes. WrestleMania 17 in the... Uh, what was the name of that Battle Royal, Al?
3: Gimmick. The Gimmick Battle Royal.
0: So he actually uh, began wrestling in 1979, trained by Scott Berwyn and Vern Gagne. So there's an Ooh. old name from the past there, Eric mm-hmm. Bischoff's former mentor. Mm-hmm. So what part do you want to talk about his career? The goon times?
3: Oh, no, let's hear it this time. What, what is his gimmick here? Is he a cowboy? Well, let's have a
0: look, because I'm, I'm taking it as a cowboy style look he's got going on. Yeah. So he it? debuted in World Class Championship Wrestling, but WCW was 1986. Uh no, 1987 to 1996 he was there. So Irwin stayed in wrestling in the independents and resurfaced in the NWA in 1989. He would then form a tag team with Black Bart in the Global Wrestling Federation from 1991 to 1992. Erwin, now being known as Wild Bill Irwin, also appeared in WCW, including a loss to Davy Boy Smith in Smith's debut at Super Brawl 3. Nice. He then joined the WWE in 1996 as The Goon, a hockey player who was kicked out of every league he participated in. Uh-huh. He made his TV debut on July twentieth, nineteen 1996, episode of Superstars. The gimmick did not last long as he left a few months after arriving.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> it was during WWE's cartoon times. Is that Nick Patrick, the referee there?
0: Yes, it is, with a nice
3: moustache. Mm-hmm. He's also doing porn. <laughs> any, time, any person I see tonight with a moustache, they're doing porn. So they wrestle at night, porn by day. Oh, both, yes. and twice gotta on Sundays. you, you got to pay those bills. And twice on Sundays.
1: So, he returned
0: in 2001, as Alan said, for the Gimmick Battle Royal at WrestleMania 17. And then he also returned at Raw 15, the Raw 15th Anniversary Special, in 2007, wrestling as the goon and supporting a thick mustache. He participated in the 15th Anniversary Battle Royal, where he was eliminated by Repo Man. Repo Man. Upon leaving the WWE in 1996, he wrestled on independent circuits, uh... In his most prominent match, being against Shockwave the Robot in September of two thousand and twelve,
3: was that John what? Cena?
0: I have no idea what Shockwave the Robot is, but I am now googling.
3: Sounds like a watered down. It sounds like a poor man's version of a prototype.
0: Yep, yeah, I found it here, and it's Hornswoggle taking on a robot. It's literally a person dressed up as a as an actual robot character. Okay. Uh, this is wrestling. Yeah. This is what he actually looks like. I'm showing Alan Goss. I know it's a podcast, but I'm showing him the image. That's Shockwave there, Al.
3: It's an actual robot.
0: Yep.
1: Okay. <laughs> it's not a human, Tom. It's a real cyborg. Just like cy- Robocop. He was a cybernetic man, but still. <laughs> Where did this match happen? What company was it? Is it just me? Or when he was
0: the goon here, he looks like Garth from uh, Wayne's World. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> That's an uh, car. Iconic- Dana Carvey, car. Yep. Car. Game on, <laughs> game on. Shockwave the Robot.
0: Also known as Shockwave, Shockwave the Robot, and also Spider-Man. Okay. He's been wrestling for over 22
1: years. His signature move is the Toxic Shock Syndrome. Oh, wow. <laughs> So
0: having a chat about wrestling, did you check out the recent FighterFest Fest from AEW?
3: No. No, I didn't. I uh, saw the results. I have... Um, unfortunately for us, for this guys, I um, I haven't really been watching a lot of wrestling lately. Of late, especially the new stuff. I don't know what it is, but I've been extremely turned off by it. Mm. Um, maybe it's just something What's going on. I've, uh, I used to get... Um, well, that uh, used to get AEW on Fight, and I was, oh my God, he folded him up then. I don't do it. I don't have that anymore. I canceled my subscription. I've still got WWE, but I purely use it for this, mainly for the podcast. So, no, but you can tell me what you watched and tell me what you saw. I watched probably more
0: highlights of Great American Bash, um, the Kevin Lee, Adam Cole, but I did watch Fight Fest last night as I was putting the kids to bed. Overall, it was a good show.
1: You know, cool.
0: to, you know, things that I didn't like and things that I really did pick up on. Um, I think the revival are going really good. I will say, or FTR as they're known today. Did they and
1: lose? I
0: think, no, they turned up with the. Oh yes, they did actually. Yeah, they turned up with the Bucks against the Lucha Bros who? and Butcher of the Blade. Yeah, and who took the um? Who took the pin? I, actually, I don't think the FTR got pinned. I think it was yeah, one was of the Bucks say. got it. Yeah, it was right, a pin huh? by Pentagon. But they've yeah. announced next week for Fight for the Fallen, it's going to be uh, Pentagon and Phoenix against FTR for the first oh, time ever. That's good. Um, and that many people are saying, you know, it's the greatest technical wrestling tag team against one of the greatest lucha tag teams, which yeah. should be a great show. But this is back with the timekeeper here. It was literally against the ring where there's that table mm-hmm. that was set up. Close to the action. Which we saw um, we were ready to rumble when there was a, that mm-hmm canapult that was done by
3: ddp to jimmy the king that's right um i think big thing happened on the great american bachelor i saw online that keith lee is a double champion now
0: yeah i I think
3: that kind of came out of
0: nowhere i'm thinking like why did they have to book a title title match like why couldn't they have just done keith lee going for the championship belt why did it have to be a winner take all i just didn't see why they needed to think hey let's guys you're a champion and i'm a champion let's make it for both belts
3: um, I think it's because of what's going on in the world right now, and I don't want to sound like one of those basement bros, but it's certainly saying that you know, with all the craziness of going on with Black Life Matters, and all that you know, craziness is going over across the world, especially in the states, and right now, I think they're pretty much going, oh, um, let's let's give him give him a black champion. Yeah, don't make everyone happy. Maybe. I mean, I, I think Keith Lee is very deserved of the title, and it's really nice to see. For him to be a world champion on NXT. But I think it's basically this like, uh how do we make people happy? Oh, I just mm. will do it.
0: Yeah, I was just surprised that they just thought they would book a, you know, oh. champ versus champ for both belts. I thought it would just be, you know, Keith Lee would get a title opportunity against the NXT champ, and that way if he could take a loss, he doesn't lose the North American belt. Um but I think that was, you know, good for him, but that was also spoiled if you checked out Social yes. media about a week and a half before that show was pre taped. Yes. And one of the NXT developmental stars actually took a photo of that final sequence of Keith Lee holding up both belts and put it on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and before he could quickly delete it, people had screenshot it and it was yeah. all over social media. And it was even shared by AEW's Chris Jericho. That's uh, right. You know, talking and even took a shot at WWE or NXT for that on their brand of Dynamite. Um, you know, I, 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 I find. NXT, I don't watch a lot of. I'll be watching more highlights of the shows going forward. Another big thing talking about um, you, the U.S. There was actually a new United States Championship. Did oh. you see that recently announced? The new U.S. title belt.
2: What's
3: well, your view on right. that one? It's pretty. It's nice. It's different. Oh my God! What's Nick Patrick doing? Look at shoving him here. Oh, Pillman. Oh, look yeah. Oh, go on.
0: This is the crossbody, I believe. This is from the other ring. Wait a minute. Yeah. Turn around and take the painful. Here we go. That's it.
1: Oh, here we go. On your pill, man. Good work.
0: Yep. And just another quick, so, quick like- thing before we go back to the US title, Pillman's son actually is uh, debuting in AEW. Brian Pillman Jr. is actually joining the promotion. He's recently signed a deal and will be coming across. I don't. They haven't talked about his actual debut. I think he might be on AEW Dark, but I know he's actually coming to AEW, which would be a great matchup for him and Cody. I think yeah. a good classic of two generations facing off. Well,
3: that was cool um, for um, having a new, a new United States champion. Uh, the the belt looks great. I don't mind it. Um, I still prefer sort of the uh... – oh, there we go. He was holding Look a racket. That. Look at that long hair at the back, huh? that curly perm. He had the racket <laughs> in one hand, he threw it away, and now he's got his, he's got his phone. Sorry, guys. We're listening to Paul Lee. When Paulie's on our screen, we shut up and listen.
0: We've had a lot of Paulie from like the one night stands we've done to managing Brock Lesnar to even being uh, the force behind ECW when we had 911 chokeslam the hell out of Mikey Whipwreck and a referee. And I actually, had Mikey Whipwreck actually like one of our tweets that I put up about him taking the chokeslams. slams. Um, he just <laughs> loved put a like there for that there on Twitter saying, "Yep, he is it." A- Hard guy to fight, but it was um, good to see him interacting with our Twitter.
3: He is talking about Jim Cornette hurting when he hurt his knees from the uh, Skywalker scaffold match that he fell off.
0: And I'll actually tell you a good story that I heard on the Jim Cornette, um, the drive through a couple of weeks ago about Paulie, that was mm. talking about you know how did they come to the idea of him coming to ECW for that short time with the whole Jerry the King lawyer you know, mm-hmm. ECW or WWF Invasion storyline. Because um, yep. I asked him, like, how do you guys go today? And I said, yeah, I have no issue with it. You know, they, we, our lives have gone different ways. He said, I haven't probably spoke to him in a good 10 years or so. But he mm-hmm. said, I have no ill will with anybody um, like him. But, you know, hope he's doing his best.
1: Great. Right. So
0: what we might do, guys, before we actually kick into our next matchup, I actually want to talk about one of our sponsors. And we've actually got a new sponsor, guys. Uh, this sponsor actually partnered up with The broadcast only, what, 15 minutes before I actually hit recording with Alan. And I'm talking about Player One Coffee. So Player One Coffee was started out of necessity. It was actually saw... This company saw the lack of serious contenders when it comes to developing amazing, craft-tasty products for gamers. Player One was formed to fill the tremendous gap and finally developed coffee recipes custom-tailored to gamers, creative uh, developers and just about anyone who really enjoys a cup of coffee. Uh, We're a small team of passionate gamers and coffee drinkers. Every bag is roasted to order to ensure maximum freshness. We we put countless hours into perfecting our coffee. Please give it a try and enjoy. Putting it bluntly, this isn't just a business for us. Player One Coffee knows that choosing sustainable environments, social and economic standards is everyone's best interest. From their light light roasts to their dark roasts, their cold brews to their cocoa blends and gear, including shirts, mugs, glasses, and cups, you can check out PlayerOne.com and use the promotional code Bro247 to get five percent off your total purchase. That again is Bro247 five percent off at PlayerOneCoffee.com. All right, guys, and I'll. Tell the people what we just saw
3: there in the entrance. We just saw the dynamic dudes go to the crowd, pick up a quite a heavy set child, brought him out, threw a frisbee at him, picked him up, put <laughs> him back. But They're I liked, But I loved it. The actual shirt that he was wearing was a Ghostbusters, not one, but two T shirt he was wearing. <laughs> and I think I had that shirt as a child as well during oh, this time. Man. Well, you would have
0: been how old at this time period? About five, six and a half, or something like that.
3: Uh, yeah, it would be five, five years old. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, five.
0: So we have uh, Sid that would have put the chaps back on uh, to come out for this matchup.
3: And Teddy is holding the crown because, oh my oh, God! What the? Oh, oh, oh! I think someone threw something, and they're all no, he was touching the him. Look
1: at the young oh. kid. Okay, okay.
3: Don't touch him. Don't touch the wrestlers. If you're going to touch him, be ready. I think that kid just shit his pants. <laughs> I was just saying hi. I was just
1: saying hi.
3: What's the security? Oh, look at don't don't touch him. Don't touch him. Shit down. Get back. Get back. I've got, the, I've got these big man titties. I'll use them on you. There's Jake the Snake down the down there. <laughs> I was There's about to say
1: secret. that. He's, he, what before he was getting in the ring, he's doing some security work.
3: Oh, look at it look at this chape
1: chaps. Scary oh, dude. Man, look at that. Cowboy yeah. vest on, chaps on, trunks on. Let's go. Yep. Yep. All he needs is a cowboy hat and a bull rope. It's fragile. Oh,
3: and Stan big, Stan thick Hansen, mustache. Stan Hansen <laughs> right there.
0: All right. So the skyscrapers actually had four members, it says here. So we had Big Sid Vicious, Dangerous mm-hmm. Dan Spivey, Mean mm-hmm. Mark Callis, and the Masked Skyscraper, which was actually Mike Enos, also known as Beverly Blake. On Blake mm-hmm. Beverly uh, during his time there. So Sid Vicious, six foot eight, Spivey, six foot eight,
1: Callis, six foot ten. Whoa. So some big dudes here. What a man muscle in that in that team. These dynamic dudes right here. So we've got Shane Douglas and Hey Vince. Um, Look at that hair! That just that—it's such a blonde mane. Like this era,
0: we talked about it in Capital Combat, and also the 1994 uh, ECW when Worlds World Collide.
1: Just the hair, man.
3: Do you want to? Do you hear what they're chanting? What are they chanting? Peanut head, peanut head. Look what the referee's doing. The referee's actually focusing on the. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the <laughs> cameraman's focusing on his head. He's like, oh yeah, put the crown on your head. No, you're a peanut head. He's trying to say, don't focus on my bald
0: head. Focus on the crown that should be on my head.
3: But the crowd is going, peanut head. Oh, man. You can't do that today, so I will get offended. <clears throat> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He made fun of me. I haven't done that one, G. Don't.
0: So the skyscrapers' first taste of, uh, taste of success came in 1989's Great American Bash, where they, won, where they first co-won the two-ring... Uh, King of the Hill Battle Royal, with Sid being survivor in Ring 1, and Dan surviving in Ring 2. The rules called for the two to fight each other, but their manager, Teddy Long, convinced them to shake hands and share the prize money before getting on the microphone and telling the crowd that they had
1: other tag teams that didn't have unity. And then they would go on to take on the dynamic dudes here. That's right.
3: So, on on our last show... Uh, sorry, not our TNA show, but our show with um, RoboCop. Yep. Didn't we have – we didn't have – who took on me, Mark was. <clears throat>
0: that was Johnny Ace. That was his last yep. event before he went to all Japan. Yes. It was his last Tencha. So it was. You know, that would be – what are we now? We're July watching this event. So it would have mm-hmm. been five plus – what? Well, it was about nine months later. Nice. So Shane Douglas would have been out of the to read about Shane Douglas during this time period because, again, the Shane Douglas that I believe you and I may have seen was the ECW Shane Douglas, the one that was going over to WCW, the franchise player, part of the Revolution team with, you know, Dean Malako, Chris Benoit, Perry Sass, and then also was it Asia that was also on the team for a little bit? Oh, yes. So Dean Douglas was another name I saw later on when I kind of was into wrestling, going back, watching the the, the pre-98, which was like in your house when he was the school teacher style gimmick that he was doing. Um, so he actually joined WWE in 1990. So it says here with the uh, Dynamic Dudes, they broke up in 1990 after Ace began uh, competing uh, more predominantly in the All Japan Pro Wrestling, oh. which was breaking ties with the NWA. Jim Cornette also states that the end of the Dynamic Dudes came when Douglas went over his head to Jim Hurd about having a finish change to make him look stronger. Cornette, who was a part of the booking committee, washed his hands of working with them afterwards. Shane argued that they had been repeatedly promised a big push and were instead being booked to lose all of their big matches, then getting criticised for not getting over as a top tag team. Jeez. The dudes would wrestle together in March of 1990 uh, before Douglas soon left WCW and headed over to the independent circuit before going to the WWE in 1990. So the same year he left WCW, he went across to the World Wrestling
3: Federation. And uh, didn't have a really good time, thanks to Shawn Michaels and uh, The Click. If you go back from some uh, shoot interviews, he's done online. Let hear that crowd? You hear that crowd? He was over,
0: definitely over here.
3: Yeah. Because
0: he would, what, join the Horseman, I think, in the next couple of months.
3: With his big tux.
0: he looked like, what, Jaws from James Bond.
3: He did. Oh.
0: Oh. I've always loved Sid. I've always loved, like, I remember watching what the old, just my favourite thing was WWE or WWF Sid gets in the ring and then the S-I-D would go on fire in the ring, like those little sparklers falling down. Mm -hmm. Um, What, his weird promos of Psycho Sid just laughing. Don't
3: the call him Psycho Yeah. Don't call him Psycho. And who's our referee
1: pretty, there? Who have we got? It's the camera's think, changed there. I think that's Tommy Young.
0: I think it is Tommy Young, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. That's why Tommy Young has always been praised. He gets out of the way. Mm. He he knows his role is to keep the match on time, be clear in communication, but let them do their stuff. I'll move back. i will got to watch everything going on, but I'm not getting involved. You do it. You See? Just, see, just you keep going, yep. guys. Doesn't touch, like, almost like a boxing referee at times. Just step back, let the fight happen.
3: You know he reminds me of, and he's still going today. And it's Charles Robinson. Oh yeah, Charles Robinson's very much like that. He's got the facial expressions. You know, if he watches like someone get, cro- you know, slapped across the chest, he sells it too.
0: Yeah, he'll cover his chest, or he'll jump up. And there's a big slam. Ooh, on the
3: mat. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, the thing I remember about Sid, like, Sid is a guy that would go, what, World Wrestling Federation champion, WCW World Heavyweight champion, and also was in ECW for a short
3: Killin, Killing, yeah. killing uh, Spike Dudley.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think he was feuding with Justin Credible, I believe, oh, or was oh. either on his side or feuded against him for a short what's, time.
3: What's he doing here?
0: Outsider's edge,
3: eh? Hey, Chico. Reza Miramon.
0: And then, yeah, unfortunately, Sid had one of the worst injuries I've ever seen, you know, back in, what? 2001 sin, man. That broken... Are we didn't cover it that on, one day? I was thinking about covering it. Um, So that happened on his left leg from like the knee down, just completely shattered the bottom part of his leg. And I was watching that show. The so worst selling there, Teddy. What are you
3: doing? I love it. He's doing the job. <laughs> but
0: yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Run away. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember watching that and just going, wait, 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 wait. What? Like, this is not scripted. His leg is literally hanging to the left and then to have wcw the next day acknowledge it and then constantly replay it and
3: zoom in on the leg snapping and, that, and you're like what they didn't they don't show it on the <laughs> network I don't think but I think what we should do in december is um probably do the um that match uh, sorry that actual pay per view starcade Go. and then we do the nitro after no it was sin where he broke his leg was it sin sorry sin okay. yeah it was, sin was march of that year wasn't, um, yeah, that wasn't their starcade. They, they, so, so their...
0: starcade, so, starcade was the world title against Scott Steiner. It was a one on one matchup, but Sin, I think, came after that. Um, and then he was like, he was gone for a long time after that for like the re- the rehab on his leg because he had so many screws and plates and things put in. Um, but I've always liked Sin. I've always liked his work. And I think from listening to what happens when, and also, um, was it Bruce Pritchard? He What's didn't he really doing? like him. Just sell him. Look at
1: the crowd. He's not He's meant to. He's a heel. <clears throat> mm.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Tonight, the fans are really switched. they just like, if a wrestler acknowledges the audience, they just cheer them. Like, it could be a heel whoa, whoa, yelling whoa. at the audience. they still cheering.
3: Nah, 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 nah. We've been watching for that long. The bad guys act like bad guys. Mm. But again, if you're over with the crowd and you hear that crowd cheering for you, you can't help yourself.
1: That guy's got a stick there.
3: What the? That's the fairy floss guy, Tom. I saw him the same thing. That man's got a stick.
0: I'm <laughs> like, there's no candy on the stick. What are you doing, mate? Just walking around with
3: yeah, a stick. Just walking around with a big stick.
0: There's Alan What's there with got... his blue glasses on there in the middle. Yeah, ah, that's me. Blue
3: that's shirt. Me. <laughs> that, I, I want to see that guy move. I want to see, move your head. No. Mate. I want to make sure you're not weekend <clears> at <throat> Dead. Look, they hate that. Every time that Sid gets tagged out... Everyone boos. Mm, they, don't
1: they, don't want, me. they don't want.
3: They don't want. Spy, okay, big guy, big blue dude just moved. Good, he's awake. He's alive. Does it just matter the spivy kind of look like a young Steve Austin as well? I was about to say the same uh, thing. He... And his uh, son did some time in WCW.
1: Who was that? Dan Spivey's son, didn't he? Did he? Let me have a look. Uh... And, and then he
3: had a um a drug overdose.
0: I have no idea who that was.
3: It was we'll Mister Because
0: I remember he was uh, was he was what Waylon Mercy, when he was in W um, WWF for a little bit. Yes, that was a pretty short-lived gimmick. That was based on what like, Cape Fear.
3: Yes, just it was own version
0: of that. Here he comes.
3: Oh, Johnny,
1: Johnny, just, all, just greased up, white hair, white, just <laughs> white. That's all I see <laughs> in yeah. this guy. Oh. Yeah, I can't say anything here about that.
3: Nothing. Was it now when was it Dan Spivey, did he wrestle in WCW and then uh, is he still alive today or is he dead? Or am, uh, I, am I thinking about No, he's I still thinking, alive. No, he's born in
0: nineteen fifty two, so he's sixty seven now. Um he retired I, I, in nineteen ninety five.
3: I swear it was his son that wrestled for WCW during the ninety nine and two thousand and then had a drug overdose and died. Let me have a look. Oh, man, what's going to I don't here? know
1: much about him.
3: Oh, God. Oh, God. Someone's going
1: to... Oh, we're oh.
3: You big, silly mooses.
1: Mm. <laughs> no, nah, doesn't
0: seem like... No, nah, there's more stuff like what happened to Dan Spivey, but there's nothing really about... Must be a, it
1: does have yeah, a... issues with the click, though, it does say here. Dean Douglas? No. No, this was Dan Spivey, they were saying.
3: Oh. Okay, I must be thinking of another wrestler that passed away. Oh my, oh, my says, God. Yep. Okay. That's a greased up. Right. One. Sorry, brother. I just I just slipped a little bit. You're a, bit. you're a bit greased up. That could
1: have ended really bad.
3: Yeah. He hey, really what hey, the, his arms pinned down too. Shane
0: leant down, grabbed him by the top of the trunks. You're right, know, come here. Like, pulled him towards him from the top of the trunks.
3: Look at that chin.
1: <laughs> the <million laughs> the, curly,
0: the chin. curly blonde noodle hair. Yes. He had the same build too, didn't he? For a long time. He had the same build.
3: Thank you, my Peanut. Psycho head. Sid. It's oh your boy. It's your boy, Tom.
0: Look at that yellow
1: tape. <laughs> a That's promotion roughness. there for uh, Spalding uh tennis rackets. Yes.
3: <clears> there <throat> when Jim Cornette talks guys, we listen.
1: So,
0: yes, I've been uh listening to a lot of your show, I've been catching up on the last few weeks because I actually had listened to it. I've been so flat out with work and I thought okay, I'm going to sit down now, you know, listen to it, catch up and you know, he's been doing actually some watch-alongs more recently too. Really? Yeah, what he does, it's only one match. It might just yeah, be, yeah. you know, Brian and him choose an old-school match
1: that he was uh, either sort of his personal favourites or it was something he was involved in, and they go back and watch it, so. Cool. So reptile on my just, belly. <clears throat> just before the next match, I want to give another uh, shout-out, guys, to
0: another great affiliate of the Broadcast podcast, and I'm talking about Clinch Gaming. So Clinch Gaming manufactures custom professional game controllers for your Xbox One and your PlayStation 4 console. These controllers are usually uh, both professionally and casual gamers alike. Clinch Gaming controllers are widely used among esports and professional game tournament communities. At Clinch Gaming, we are gamers just like you. We want to provide you with a quality product that will improve your gaming performance at a fair price. With Clinch, you won't just get stuck overpaying or waiting months for a professional game controller. These controllers design a sturdy and rigid or rugged. There are no paddles to break. They pride themselves at bringing the industry leader in custom care and they feel that gamers should be put first with the professional gaming vendors. Engage one set of buttons on the rear shell is actually faster than engaging first a paddle and with an underlining button behind it. With this time, savings means very small. Every tenth second counts during a gameplay tournament. They promise you, you will feel the difference when you aren't stretching your fingers out to reach oddly placed paddles. Our buttons are very close to where your middle finger rests on the bottom of the controller, making it faster than ever to get off on that jumping drop shot. Using your promotional code, bro247 at clinchgaming.com, you'll get yourself 5% off your total purchases. That again is bro247 at clinchgaming.com. What's next, Dale?
3: we going got a tuxedo match between Paulie Dangerousy, my boy, and Jim Cornette, Tom's boy.
1: I wouldn't say he's my boy, like, you know. He's
3: not. He's my man. NWA number one, WWF stinks. The WWF is blanked out. Did they censor it out? Mm hmm. Oh come on, guys! It's from nineteen
1: eighty-nine. No one's got to a case today. So who you got, Tom? I'm taking Nick Patrick. <laughs> I'm glad I asked you that.
0: Well, this match is pretty quick. I think it goes for six minutes and twenty-two seconds, which is
1: strange because it actually goes longer than the next match, which is the tag match, which went for four minutes. Yeah. Oh. So this is literally just a brawl, I would say. Tuxedo matches is you just got to just dis- you know take the clothes off, really. Oh, look out! He's got him. Oh, that's a good selling uh, right hand there.
3: Boom! Oh, my jacket. Got the cummerbund still on though. Yeah, you got to hide that belly. Oh my God, what's he got? Oh! Oh, calm oh, down, people. I got a jacket. Oh, okay. he didn't. He focused on the crowd and not.
1: The, uh... the <laughs> oh, he's got the phone. Taking the knees out so he can pants But the cell phone. There's a there's there's so much big
3: hair in the crowd tonight.
1: Mm. And it's summertime. Cocaine? Looking, at, looking at the
0: summertime wear too: singlet tops, short tees, hats.
3: A lot of fam a lot of family too. There's a like a lot of families out there tonight. Someone's left a lot of cocaine in the ring there. So can someone go get that, please?
0: So I'll tell you this quick story that I heard on Jim Connett's show about Paul Lee. And I was talking about how he came in to actually assist with uh, the invasion storyline. And they wanted to do a surprise storyline. So they said, you know, Jim, you and I go way back. Would you be able to come to this ECW show and help, you know, Jerry the King with this storyline? You know, Connett's like, yep, I'm happy to do it. He said, uh, just let me know where it is. You know, I'll you know drive out from where I live. I'll come out to New York and cool. do the show. He said, so, you know, we pull up, get in the airport, walk at the front, there's a limousine waiting when we get out. Me and my associate, oh, yes, Mr. Cornette, this limo is being paid for by Paul. They hop in, we're actually going to take you out for dinner first. He gets in the limo, they drive him into New York, took him to one of the most fanciest restaurants. All you can eat, get your own meal, drinks, food, oh, yes, it's all being covered by Paul Lee. You can, mm-hmm. you can come and check it out. He said, the limo pulls up where the bingo hall was, and he said, dude, I don't know where I was. It was the most shadiest place I've ever travelled to. He said I didn't want to get out of the get out of the actual limo because I was scared for my life. Mm-hmm. He said, I go in, he said, Paulie greets me and says, Yep, they're ready in the ring for you now. When the lights come on, go on there with the racket. And what I want you to do is just take out Tommy, work on Tommy. So he said, I get in there and next thing I know as I'm in the ring, I see Tommy there just grabbing his testicles. And I something's happened. And this was that shot that we had by Laura where he literally smashed I think it was a golf club or a bat or something. What did he hit him with? Do you know what it was or
3: Wasn't it a hockey puck? I think I think it was a hockey Kendo stick. stick. Yeah, Kendo It was a Kindo stick. Kind yeah. of stick that ruptured one of his testicles.
0: So he said, I come in and I see Tommy in the corner and I can tell he's hurt and I still have to hit him. So I felt that I still have to hit him so I'm like, this, this is it one of the weakest shots. I'm like I'm and I'm almost apologizing <laughs> as I'm hitting him. And you got Tommy like trying to sell it. But like squeezing his, like his groin, knowing it's in a oh. lot of pain. And supposedly, he said they actually swelled up to the size of cricket balls, you know, two cricket balls.
3: He if said, you go, go straight back and, after, and if you go back and watch the um, Beyond the Mat uh, uh, movie, uh, and you, Tommy Dreamers, and he actually talks about that. Yeah. What and, and during that spot, what he had to go to, and they had to get a, a needle and had to draw the fluid out of his testicles. Strain it out. Yeah.
0: Well, he said, you know, straight after I did that thing, he said, I I didn't know what the boys were going to think because they didn't know what was coming in. Mm -hmm. So he said, once I got backstage, he said, security grabbed me and said, come on, you got to get out of here because I thought there was going to be a riot. He said, they're rushing me through backstage behind the curtain. I was told, go to the limo. Just go straight to the limo. Don't go talk to him and just run past. Goes past outside, and there's Paulie with a money bag waiting at the door. He goes... (laughs) Gives it to him, shakes hands, thanks again, Jim. Pops in the limo, drives him back to the airport, flies him home. <laughs> he that's said, fantastic. I had $750 in cash. He in said, a bag. So I, did, I didn't pay for the limo, I didn't mm-hmm. pay for dinner, didn't pay for drinks, 750 bucks, and I flew back the same day.
1: <laughs> God damn.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Loved it.
1: That's fantastic. Well, that's a good story.
0: So the has come off poorly, the
1: jackets are off both men. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yep. You can hear the slaps here. Yeah. Look at those red shoes, man. Cornette's red shoes, yes. Oh, Paulie. Look out. Flying elbow okay. drop.
3: Yeah, it didn't work. Good try. <laughs> I love it if he just picks him up and gives him a uh, Jim Cornette an F5. That would be fantastic. Just spins him around. Bang. Bang. Yeah. <clears throat> You see that lady in the red there? She's got an old uh, flash camera that actually takes the photo and then the, ca- and the actual photo develops comes out. Oh, old the old school.
0: Polaroid printout ones. Like you yep. have to shake and blow on it to get the picture, yeah.
3: Shake and blow on it. Yep, that's right, guys. Sorry. <laughs> All about the broadcast here. Oh, man. Wow. Holy. Selling the fans it. are loving it, though. You think, or is that crowd being pumped in? Is that noise being pumped
0: nah, in? I'm taking it really. You can see they're all on their feet on the side there when he did the big No, nah,
3: they're all sitting there with their arms crossed. Huh? No,
0: on the right side, Al, before.
3: Okay, sure. Whatever helps you sleep at night. Very mean to me. Oh, there we go. we got some people cheering.
1: Yeah, told you. Yeah. Wow. Say sorry, Tom. Shut up. Love you. Say it. No. Eat the dick. <laughs> what? Again?
3: <laughs> what? I don't want it. <laughs> I think it's probably the first time I've seen Paul Lee with all my times of knowing him shirtless, being a shirtless wonder. It's my third time, I think. Oh, look at that. (laughs) What? Well, there was that time in New York.
1: What are you talking about? Uh, He's got more cocaine. The powder didn't work. I'll use the cocaine this time. This will knock his ass out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) With these white briefs on.
1: Oh,
0: kicks it up in the face. (laughs) He gets himself, though. Jim
1: still got hit. Yeah, the crowd is actually... Oh, no. Oh, Oh, man. Baby blue. (laughs) That's it. Ring the bell. And just runs. Go, go, go. Oh, man. The fans loving it, though.
3: They are loving it. Look at that kid with the red. There's a kid down there with a red cap who's cupping his ears.
0: He is, too, on the bottom side. Look at him.
3: This is like... And I've noticed that, too. There's a lot of families there tonight, too.
0: Yeah. Well, this was that era. This was, you know, pre-attitude era where it's around, you know, you can bring the partner, you can bring the kids. It's a family experience. Come and have a good show, see some good wrestling, have a laugh.
1: And then, it what? Ooh, smash the phone here. Spits on it and spits on it and holds up that one. Jimmy. Well, Jimmy's, what, been in three of our shows. It was the... uh.
0: Capital Combat, also the uh, TNA last month as the, what, the general manager or, I think they'll call him director of authority was his yes. storyline
1: going through there.
3: what's this, Watch this, whoosh, Hoya Just punch it in the face. Oh, oh, I love that actually Paul slapped himself in the face too, to f- have the effect. Yeah. No, not my pants, not my pants. We've also covered a
0: similar match on this was our raw roulette, which was the paddle on a pole. Uh that we covered last year guys. Uh what, Trish versus Stacy. Yes. Gary
3: Hart <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. Uh It looks like Captain Sporting have the, the uh um what's it called? The Rob Zombie um oh the the three killers, what are those, what are they called? Oh, that's gonna it's gonna Bother, bother me. Look
0: at that beard. Dude. That's kind of weirdly shaped, isn't it? Because he's usually a goatee. You don't you trim the sides. He's kind of kept the side, mm-hmm. but he's trimmed the sideburn. Like yeah. a goatee, like Austin would have, would you know, have the mustache and the, and the chin and shave the sides. But he's kind of shaved the side but kept. I've never seen a beard like that. Looks like he's got piercings on his ears, but it's just the lighting. Look at that. Yeah, that's
3: right. <laughs> that's right. Devil's rejects. That's who he looks Ah, like. Ah, yeah. He passed away,
1: didn't he, that guy, didn't
3: he? He did, sadly. After the day, um...
1: oh, we got a... Burback.
3: Crazy Kevin
1: Sullivan. Look at him.
3: We've had Kevin Sullivan on our show a few times, too. Well, I watched this last
0: night, and once that jumped out for me, and I never really thought of it until I went, wait a minute, that does look similar. Mike Rotundo and the Christopher Nowinski gimmick. You know mm-hmm. when he was doing the Harvard gimmick? It's almost the same exact look that he was doing for his short time that he was there.
3: That's what the Varsity Club was.
0: Yeah. Well, interesting note here about this. Um, this was the last time the Varsity Club were used as a partnership like this until 1999. Mm. Yeah. Ten years, which was Starcade 99 that we covered on our show where what they turned on, who was it? Jim Duggan, Hacksaw. I think it was.
1: Hacksaw. Yeah.
3: Against and I think Richard.
0: it was it was Rotunda and um, I think Sullivan in that matchup. I think it was, was Rick in that matchup too? Yes, it was. Steiner, Steiner.
3: Yeah.
0: And Kamala won a layer. Yep. Also, Lee, was it Leah Meow in ECW? That's what,
3: was yeah, that's Good what, all. oh. Oh look, oh, look at this bloodhound.
0: Oh, no, I don't, I don't want
3: to. I'm scared.
0: That's like Cody's dog. Yes. <laughs> Remember the, the AEW show? No, I ain't coming out.
3: That was scary that moment. They shouldn't have done that.
0: Yeah. Side note too, also with Scott Steiner, this is the match that he just had
1: trunks on. You know how Steiner would always wear the suspender look? This match, he just has trunks when he competes. Yeah. Yeah. Watch
0: when the jacket comes off, he's just got trunks on. We're so yeah, used to I'll seeing just... Steiner wearing pants, shorts, or the actual suspender look when he was doing the Steiner Brothers.
3: And who have we got there with him? Is this uh, Missy Hyatt? Yes. Well, look out, yes. Tommy. Look out. Someone, is someone going to clean up the powder?
1: He doesn't say that he quickly broom that. Or what's going on here? Yeah. Now watch we'll this it. here.
0: Look, watch now, look, no hands, right? No hands. But now watch Rick Steiner's
1: chair shot to Sullivan, right? I put my hands up first. Yeah. I'm like, hold on, you chair shot a dude with no hands, but you put your hands up.
0: <laughs> now this is pretty much this here.
1: Oh, for God's
0: what? sake. No cup on there, too. Is yep. this
3: a Texas Tornado match?
0: Texas Tornado. This is known for – just it's a lot of stuff happening all at once. It's pretty short. But this has also – Sullivan being a bit nuts on the side, similar to the ECW show we did where he ran around the ring and almost attacked the camera people. Look here. Look, he's got a table there. Look, pull the table that, up, let's grab some chairs.
3: That's the timekeeper's table.
0: But I don't believe it was like a no-DQ Texas Tornado. It's on the
1: books as a Texas Tornado match.
3: I always thought Texas Tornado were no disqualifications. Yeah, four minutes,
0: 22 seconds this one goes for, so quite a quick one. It's actually the fastest match on the actual entire card.
3: Can we have more of Missy Hire, please? I watched one of the
0: shows recently. I think it was Super Bowl uh, one where you Mm had Fujinami take on Ric Flair. And mm. Missy Hyde on that card was like a backstage interviewer. Yes. And there's a thing where she's going backstage into the men's locker room to interview yes. them. And they yes. to go into the showers to see the Z-Man. And you're like, yes. this could not be done today. Nope. This is not nope. being done today. Which so I think she ends up seeing, um, what's his name? One of the Blackjack Mulligan, I
3: think. He yeah, he calls Blackjack, her a heifer.
0: No? Yeah, Stan, oh, Stan Henson. Stan he jumps Henson. Up with his tobacco hanging out the mouth.
3: Get out of here, you heifer. We don't allow yeah. women in here. Yeah, there she is. That's, she's awesome.
0: And then there was that awkward promo that I shared a few months ago on Twitter of um, what when Eric Bischoff was doing, I think it was the Lethal Lottery. And they got to introduce all the men in the match. And it's what, uh, Magnum T.I.
2: <laughs> Magnum, T.
0: yeah. Uh, Eric Bischoff and Hyatt are standing there like this with the yeah. mics and looking around like, we don't know what I meant to say. Oh. oh, man.
3: That was after Magnum had his car accident. So he had yeah. the broken arm. That's how he's rim? actually
1: got it written into his actual uh, wrestling attire. Love it. Uh. And what, Sullivan, he's appeared in a
0: few of our shows. He was, what, the Dungeon of Doom from our October Halloween Havoc 1995 ooh. show. I, so I think so he turned up with uh, Mick Foley, didn't he? One of yes, our he Clash of Champions. Uh,
1: cactus Jack. Yep. Ooh, Ooh. There. And
3: the Steiner brothers definitely have. Yeah, many uh, shows. Because we are, I would have to say, you and I secretly look at the Steiner brothers. And they're real brothers, too, yep. just like you and I are.
0: Well, actually, we covered their breakup on one of our older shows we did. It was a bummer. I think, like, three years ago was the Super Brawl 8. Yes, it was. It was what the Outsiders against the Steiners and Scott turned on Rick and joined the NWO.
1: Yep. Lots of double pinfalls tonight. In this Come
3: on! I was counting heat, one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Looks like Missy and um, got that Aquanet in her hair. Oh my Look god, Look at that, Can oh my... you
0: see that? Oh my... <laughs> the sunset flip and just multiple headbutts to the
3: groin. And Kevin Sullivan liked it. He was selling it. Ah yeah. love it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say... Jesus, what the... Oh. Didn't it's they starting... collided heads then? Steiner Lane.
0: And that's the thing. This was also during that Whoa. time period where they end up doing that storyline where what, Rick Steiner and Missy Hyde were going to be together in one of the storylines. Yeah. And it led to, I think it was like Great American Bash, where it was like Paulie Dandrusley and Arn
1: Anderson against Rick Steiner in a 2 1 handicap match. Yep. Oh, jeez. Got some height there.
0: Uh, I'm trying to think where I saw Sullivan last, because I think he did some stuff with MLW, but I also think he was with TNA. That's a
3: banana chair. Why is there a banana chair in the ring? Yep. Yep. That's a real fan chair. We want to make it interactive. Yeah. Lay down.
1: Oh. Oh. Nice work. Oh, Oh, look out. Okay.
0: Here we go. This is a pretty interesting pinfall. Watch this. Cross body.
1: A
3: a
0: dual pin. Here we go. Count it.
3: There we go.
0: With the powder flying up, too. Hey,
3: you know what? That would be our maneuver right there. If you and I are a tag team. Yep. Yeah, you jump to the top. I'll hold him. You fall on him. One, two, three. Hope for the best. With my tasselly pants and you with your Andre look. Well, pretty much what um, Rick Steiner's wearing there. That's that's my get up.
1: Jesus, Missy. Good lord. Here we go. We got
0: uh, what? Uh, who, Sting who, defending his TV title.
3: Who, who is this? Who's this Ed, with the? It's Eddie Gilbert. Oh, Eddie Gilbert, nice. I was going to say some fan. Right. I just like the right show. NASCAR? <laughs> I'm think. Sting's friend. He invited me in. Yeah, hot
0: stuff Eddie Gilbert in Sting's Corner because Muta has Gary Hart, and Eddie Gilbert's going to be in Sting's Corner. I've got to be serious. I can't concentrate. I've got to take on Muta. I'm out of here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he he lets out a scream as he leaves.
3: We, we've been sitting here. We've been doing a lot of cocaine. We uh, drank some beers. And uh, I think Sting's a bit m- more focused on uh, being the Muta. Yeah. Okay, he's got Muta's got, uh, got the forty nines right here on my hat. But got you got Captain Spaulding in, in the Great Mooders corner. And I like NASCAR. Thank you very much. I'm hot stuff. Eddie Gilbert.
0: And he actually passed away at 33 years old, Al. How crazy is that?
1: That's oh, too sad. Hmm. That's younger than I, you and me. Yeah. I, 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 oh, I couldn't, he couldn't hear the good. gong. Here we go. The second Everybody gong. <laughs> yeah, I heard the second start. Where's the gong?
3: Now, this so, is I pretty cool. This, there's some really good Shinsuke flashy night.
0: entrances tonight,
3: I would say that. Yeah. Remember that time when you thought the great mood of Shinsuke Shinsuke Nakamura? I, I just said he
0: had a similar look to him. You tell me with the red pants, I would just, oh, he's like Shinsuke. He's like Shinsuke. The look, what he was wearing in the ring. That's okay. what I meant. Sure. It just happens to be they're from, you know, an Asian country, but I just thought they looked alike. That's all I said.
1: Would you ben
0: like the, a show? Shut up. I'm still and stuck
1: hand, in here, damn it. it. Um, <laughs> dig up,
0: stupid. The Pearl of the Orient. the Great you say New that today? Orient? I don't, well, there was one. Oriental? The Oriental. No, well, they didn't say Oriental. It's the Pearl of the Orient. You did have the Orient Yeah, but can you say that?
3: I wouldn't. <laughs> no. no. We probably shouldn't, so... <laughs> I would like to stop talking about it. <laughs> I'd like to talk about Sting. Here he comes.
0: So number seven tonight, guys, for us to have Sting on the car. Yes. We've had the Crow. We've had the Little Stingers. We've had his final match in WCW. We've had him in the WWE for WrestleMania.
3: I loved it. That that was actually our first uh, match that we covered in the um, – no, it wasn't the first match we covered in uh, WrestleMania. It was our second last because the main event of our first WrestleMania episode was the tag team match with AJ Lee and Paige.
0: <laughs> it just happened to fall in the middle of the show that that's a good time to do. The end of the show is to end
3: that tag match. Right. Perfect. That was the main event in my eyes. <laughs> the main event of part one was that tag match. Mm-hmm. did you need to go to part two? No, Look at this match kid. here. Look at that kid.
0: This is 8 minutes 40, and this is the one where the fans do, they there's a bit of a divide. Nice. You know, Muta's the heel, stings the face, but throughout this match, and again, it goes back to the, what Muta's doing, what the fans like. The aerial athlete, the ground game, they like that. And that's what was the point. I think he was actually getting Ooh. over here, and the plan was they didn't want him to get over. They wanted him to be a heel, but this is the time where I think they are a little bit like, well, what do we do with Muta? And he ended up becoming a face later on. Okay. Because it's like, hold on, that's getting over. They like him as an actual good guy. Well, let's just do
1: the flip. Let's just do it.
3: Can someone get the powder out of the ring?
1: Yeah, so Eddie Gilbert. So he was the,
0: the head booker of ECW. I think yes, it was, it was. this was just before Paul Lee took over in around 94, 95. Um, but he actually passed away, as I said, to Alan earlier, on February 1995. <sighs> oh. That was the over the cross body over from one ring to the other. Look at the crowd. Yeah, so he died of a heart attack in '95. So 33, man. They reckon it could have been an accidental death caused by use of painkillers uh, and oh. also a heart condition he also had as well. So. Um. So championships in NWA, he was a Mid South Tag Team Champion, Tri-State Tag Team Champion.
1: Also out with Sting in the UWF, which is where Sting was there, I think, with the Warrior for a little bit. The Dingo Warrior. And the great Muter, I actually don't think we've ever had a Muter in terms of a one on one matchup of him actually competing.
3: This is the first one tonight, actually. Yeah. Oh my god, look at him go.
1: Look at oh. that. Listen to the fans. They're cheering it. Oh, he didn't non sell. Non sell. I like the oh, little yeah. scorpion on Sting's mask? That's pretty cool on his face paint. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh God. Oh, crossbody from the inside
0: out. No. I was watching actually um, the NWO on Starcast on Fight the other day, and they were talking mm. with you know Scott Hall talking about Sting and how mm. the actual face paint evolved. And he mm-hmm. said one day we were just backstage in the you know the change rooms there, and Sting's in the mirror, and he's like, "Oh, so Sting, you." You're doing the makeup tonight. And he goes, yeah. You're still doing that surface stuff? He goes, yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. And he goes, have you ever seen the crow or know of the crow? He goes, no, nah, I've never heard of it. He goes, you haven't? He goes, how about this? Make your face white. And maybe try." And he ended up finding a picture and said, maybe try this tonight. And that's how the crow sting ended up coming out. Because that was the time when Sting dyed his hair brown. That's right. Or stopped bleaching. I think no, he actually he stopped bleaching it because it was wrecking his hair. And then he went, his natural brown, and then grew it out, and then the crow was born. So
3: you can actually look right here. Stinger actually does, yeah, the peroxide in the hair is not as blonde. Oh, oh,
1: that's pretty.
0: Lens fate on his feet, just like punching him. Should have done a ricochet flip. Come on,
3: Sting. No, this is because this was big in the back in the day, wasn't it? It was just huge of just watching guys do maneuvers like this. Mm. Well, I would
0: say Sting and Pillman were those really aerial guys that we could wrestle on the ground, do some mat-based stuff, but also jump up top rope, go inside out.
3: Yeah, Um, everyone's doing that now. But the wrestling that we watch now, well, you watch, I uh, pick up on things that are going on. Everyone's doing air-flying manoeuvres and oh, oh.
0: And even the big guys are. Like, do you think in this time the big dudes wouldn't be doing that? Big dudes be big dudes. you look at guys like Keith Lee, Donovan Dijak, Like, they're very good aerial guys that are using that top rope, using those ropes to leap up, do the power moves. And, you know, this time you wouldn't be seeing that a lot. That's right. So, Muta, I think, I know I watched a recent show that he did. He was actually, he main evented one of the TNA Bound for Glory shows a couple of years ago. Yeah. They actually decided to do a Bound for Glory, which is TNA's version of WrestleMania, actually in Mm -hmm. Japan for the first time ever. And he actually main evented the show in a match against James Storm. What year? What year? Um, 2020 now. I think it was 2014, I believe. I watched it. the nice. only, only just watched that match because I wanted to see
1: how he was going back then. He was still very healthy, so, you know, competing very good. I remember his tension. Remember oh, look the partnership with Vampiro?
0: This. The Vampiro team up? He did that in WCW 99, I think, when he came
1: back. 2000. Yeah. So he, he never did anything with he... WWE though, did he? No, he's, he's the creole. Muta, Muta. Yeah. So Love he's it. the heel and they get they're going over.
0: Oh. So he's had almost close to twelve wrestling names. The black ninja, the great so that's the thing. When he first joined uh the NWA, JR called him the wrong name. When he first yeah. debuted. He called him the Great Moto is yep. what he called him, and he was actually known as that. So the people like, is it Moto or is it Muta? which is like, you know, Ultimate Dragon. Like, is it Ultimate Dragon or Ultimo Dragon? So you can watch those old Nitros and actually hear Shivani say, here comes the Ultimate Dragon, mm-hmm. and it's actually pronounced um, Ultimo
3: Dragon. Uh, it's funny how you brought up Shivani's name. Um, Conrad and Tony have covered this show on uh, what happened went as well.
0: Yeah, I think I did some research when we first announced this thing, and I wonder who else has done it. And you can simply go on, like, Apple iTunes and type this in. And it literally loads up other podcasts that have actually done this show before. And I thought, oh, well, you know, what happened when has done it and some other podcasts that I've never heard of before, but thought oh, well, I might check him out and
3: have well, a listen. It's a, so, it's, a, it's a good night of wrestling. I'm not going to lie. This is actually a really, really well done pay-per-view. Muda's holding the top rope. Come on, ref.
0: Interesting thing. It says here, Muda is most famous for taking part in a match which was generally considered one of the most bloodiest professional wrestling matches of all time against Hiroshi Hase, leading to the creation of the Immuta Scale, which rates the bloodiness of matches native to his one-point value.
1: We Ooh. might have to do
0: that match, I think, one time. Yes, please. He's also this. Oh, that's why. So Wrestle One, which is the company that he was the owner and founder of, yes. they're the one that partnered with TNA
1: to yes. be
0: bound for glory. So that's why they would have done it over there in Japan. Bring your talent, our talent, and we'll do a bit of an exchange program.
3: Yes, yeah, so they did it quite a lot of that, didn't they? A lot Especially of with,
0: yeah. Well, the last few years, a lot of partnerships with other
3: promotions. to are trying to
0: build their talent and talent
3: share. And didn't they it was in the mid early 2000s, and I think it's like early 2010s. They did some stuff with New Japan. Is that right? They did a bit of uh, talent exchange with the IW. This was the
0: um, New Japan IJ. Pro Wrestling with the IWGP yep. tags and also junior tags. So I think the Motor City machine guns fitted with uh, no limits for the junior tag belts, and the British Invasion beat the Dudleys, or Team 3D, to actually win the New Japan uh, heavyweight tag belts. But that's actually not acknowledged by New Japan, because no. that title change wasn't approved for no. them to win the belts. So they still recognize Team 3D
1: as champions, even though Invasion actually had the belts. So Muta left. So his tenure in WCW is only one
0: year. Mm -hmm. Um, So he debuted in March of this year in 1989. Gary Hart brought him in as the son of the great Kabuki, who the great uh, Gary Hart managed years earlier. Mm -hmm. He went on to defeat Cougar J in his debut match and then feud with the likes of Ric Flair, Lex Luger, and (gasps) Sting over the TV title. Did you see that?
1: What was it? The red mist
3: into Nick Patrick's face.
1: Now, this goes pretty quick here. Like, after this miss
0: spot, which just occurred, we're kind of getting to where it starts to get a bit fuzzy, this ending here. I don't know if it's a communication barrier, but it's known for, even when JR's trying to recap it, people are like, wait a minute, this doesn't really make sense because Tommy Young jumps in now. Mm-hmm. So there's Mutant. And watch this. Hits it clean. Look, count it. One, two,
1: three. shoulder. It should
0: have already happened, yeah. But he should have already won that.
1: Okay, but here the fans. See, the fans wanted that. Mm-hmm. 'Cause he would have he would've won claim, he comes gilbert. Look at the shoes there of Tommy Young. He's got like athletic runners on. Here yeah, we go. Oh, nice, eh? There's the bridge. Watch the bridge by Sting. But shoulders you the shoulder up. So Dale's trying to sell it now, huh? Oh. Huh. So because Sting initiated the move and the
0: positioning of where Tommy Young was, Sting has announced the winner and retains the TV Championship at 8 minutes 40, guys, here on our match number six of the card. But it's not over, though, because this does continue more. You see the anger of Gary Hart and Muta. Now they're talking with you. So Gary Hart grabs the belt and
1: gives it to Muta. And watch the fans. Look, they're cheering and clapping.
3: Yeah, there are some pockets, there, but there's a lot of people up the front row who are just like, ah, oh, no.
1: And they go through the crowd, too. They don't go through the backstage area. Now, I think the belt would go back to Sting, because, again,
0: he did actually win the matchup, but actually Muta did go on to win the belt in September. So a month later, he won the belt from Sting, becoming the NWA television champion.
3: This is when the, the Muta had his, uh uh well, there's a bullshit chant. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but this is when uh, sorry, Muta had like an undefeated streak, wasn't it? Yes, and that's then, right. And then at the Battle Bowl or, or something, he lost it to Ric Flair. It was his first loss in America.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. That might have been this year, but it might have been a
3: different year. Uh,
1: let me have a look. So
0: he lost the TV title to Arn Anderson in January of 1990. That was the edition mm-hmm. of Power Hour. After some time uh, out of the Clash of Champions ten, he then would return to New Japan Pro Wrestling, going between his real name and his new gimmick as he pleased. Mm-hmm. He would then come back and do the NWO Japan in nineteen ninety six, which was the uh the offshoot by uh what, Chono that was going on there with the NWO group.
1: Alright guys. Let's it's make it Lex it's Lex A. Oh. I love Lex Luger, man. Sexy Lexi. I love Lex. You would do you know
0: what would make Lex better? you put him with Buff Bagwell. That, that's all I ask.
3: <laughs> Did didn't they do that? Yeah, totally Buff. Yeah.
1: Ugh. They also retired Goldberg, and Sarge in a tag match.
3: And then the Nitro, they had a uh, <laughs> they had a, a funeral. Ber- <laughs> a burial. Ber- <laughs> <laughs> they, they, fun- yeah. they, they had a funeral for them, and there was a jackhammer inside the, the
0: oh, coffin. Man. That was Ric Flair's what magnificent seven
1: team that he had. Do, do, do that, do the, do the motion. So what's happening is the personal rivalry, the
0: NWA officials have stated that this match is no disqualification. That's right. So he's saying, though, I don't agree to that. I'm the champion. I have yep. everything to lose in this match. That's right. And if this match is going to be no DQ, I'm actually not going to compete. Mm-hmm. So unless, you know, uh, Steamboat and the officials declare it a single one-on-one contest for the United States title, I will not compete tonight. So it's in Ricky's court now.
3: Stop having the booby face. Move on Luca.
0: Now this is pretty cool. This is a bit of a nice uh showcase entrance here. So we have the uh the wife and also I think the child um, of uh Steamboat.
1: Yeah. I think this but, is
0: his third wife because he's been married for, five times now. Jeez. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Calm down. No, I think the
0: I think that's Ricky. I think that's actually his son that actually competed in WWE mm-hmm. for a short time. He's actually had to retire mm-hmm. um, in the last few years. Look, Tom,
3: he has a dragon.
0: And I just, yeah. I laugh because this is really cool, but you watch when the dragon comes down to the rampway, he literally has like a suit on that they've zipped up and double tied up around his chest.
1: Yeah. Like
0: when and they there's... would have like women burlesque dancers would have the string tied at the back. Ooh. He's got one of those on his chest here. In the leather, look at it.
1: This is my pet dragon. What is that? Is that... I think
3: it's, it's a Komodo. Yeah, Komodo ah, dragon. It's a Komodo dragon, baby. What this crowd needs, ladies and gentlemen, I love the sound. I listen
0: to that soundtrack, man.
3: Is do you to come out with a dragon. So we've seen dogs and we've seen lizards tonight. Yep. Oh. That's like that tweet I put up a few weeks ago. Like, man,
0: is it too much to ask in wrestling to get animals again? And I have, what, Scott Steiner with the uh, the, the tiger and also Big Josh with the two bears
3: <laughs> yeah. to the ring. Can't do that today, man. Well, they're balancing hard there.
0: I feel bad for those bears because they're, yeah. like, walking on two feet. They look so uncomfortable. Their heads are darting side to side. And Josh is like, all right, hold them tight. Here we go. You're all a boys. You're all right. You're all right. Take them. Please take them.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see the zip? Look underneath. See the string on the yeah, chest yeah. of the Komodo? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're right. Well,
0: this actually would be his last match, I think, in NWA. This was one of his last big feuds before he became the Dragon in uh, WWE. So is that
3: a Bonnie? Is that his, his partner's name? Bonnie Steamboat? Uh,
0: let me have a look, because I was doing a bit of a reading about him yesterday. Mm. Let me load up my notes. So yeah, as I said, Alan, he's been married five times, and his this wife here would have been his uh, his third wife, which was yeah, Bonnie Haskins is her name. Mhm. They were supposedly, together from 1995, and then they split only the, about a couple of years later.
3: Supposedly she was she uh, she told him what to do, and he went yes, dear, no problem. No, yeah. That
0: was just. Now, Bas in this awesome entrance. Look at that. Spinning around on the podium, jacked up. Look at it. The guitar rocking out. I love it. Look at him. Look, turn it, Mike. Yeah, a bit more.
3: Yeah, that's uh, it. No, I want everyone to see my ass. Look,
0: look there's, there's the Hogan pose. Look at that.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. oh whoa, whoa.
0: Now, people are actually saying, with the change of the United States Championship, some people were saying online oh, they can see it a little bit in this belt. You know, looking at the old, you know, NWA, WCW United States title. And on the top of the U.S. belt, my favorite, though, one is the WCW one that Goldberg had. That big, solid gold belt,
1: American flag in the center. Love that belt.
3: Look at this. Get, no, no one touched me. No one touched me.
1: Well, we covered
0: uh, when he arrested at Capital Combat, he was U.S. champion, when he took on Sting. Oh, no, uh, Rick Flair
1: for the uh, yes. world title in the steel cage.
3: Was well, this is his? The narcissist he was known as. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: The total package. This was total package. He was the narcissist yes. um, later in nineteen nineties. Yep. When he came back and had the mirror in the ring and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. would have that kind of Terminator style, did flash, you know, lighting yeah. entrance, showing his back, his triceps, biceps.
3: That was your and, jerk off. That was your jerk off time, wasn't it?
0: Oh, when they showed the glutes, it was on.
3: I I, I nutted hard. Oh Luger, right? Cool. When's Buff coming out? I want to see you. I want to see Luger with the Buff hat on. Oh, <laughs> with the
0: <laughs> the hat. Walk up the rampway, right? flex again. I love
3: it. Just just rewinding. When the WWE Network first hit, that's all you did.
0: Yep. <clears throat>
1: is that Doug Dillinger there uh, on the uh, Yes, it is.
3: Yeah. Yes, it is. A very young
1: and not fat. <laughs> yep. I'm sad, so he's but saying, I well,
0: he's, he's not going to do it. If you don't make it a singles contest, he's not going to wrestle. Well, it says he was with Bonnie until uh, 2003. So that was, again, 18 years together.
3: Yeah, she won't let him leave the house. That's why.
0: He then married his fourth wife, Claudia Sobkowski, in 2004, divorced in 2012, and then this married is... his fifth wife, Sandy McAllister, in
3: 2017. Did you see the sign? Sexy Lexi. Oh, look at Mm-hmm.
1: So he's agreed to it. So Stanboat said, "Fine, let's just do it then. One-on-one contest. We'll we'll scrap the no DQ rule as long as I get a title shot."
3: bloody luger, you're a pussy. That's what you are, mate. Alone. <laughs> <Our> a <loans. laughs> big, stinky, ugly pussy. Get back! Let me get in. <laughs> I must. Is the cameraman got to get in the ring because that's what, he looks very Dutch, doesn't he?
0: It does,
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes.
0: If someone just showed you him and said, "Where do you think he's from?" If you didn't know he was American, you'd probably go, "Yeah, Dutch. I reckon Netherlands."
1: Yeah. Man, look at him. He's so big there too. I, I I look
3: at that and I go, "I could have done something with my life, but I didn't. I decided to be fat, <laughs> and I'm very happy being fat. I'm happy with my body. It, you know, it gets me where I'm going today." But I could have done something, I could have looked like that one time, but I decided not to. I couldn't look like a sexy Lexi, but I decided not to. I decided to look like an Art Anderson. You
1: know, burgers taste good, pizza Mm -hmm. tastes good. And that's. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So to think, already by this time period, Stanbuck was in the WWE, was a former IC champion, former Mm. NWA champ, had his three matches against Flair. You know, those classics that what wrestling observer got, what five stars for multiple times in different matches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And as I said, again, like this was he only wrestled what this main one here was his last match and he ended up leaving at the end of this year and he went back to New Japan for one year for a short time Mm -hmm. and then was back in WWF in 1991 where he came back as the dragon. Interesting Mm -hmm. too. When he came back in February too, it's almost like they didn't acknowledge that he was another character. It's like they may have said, oh, yes, he's been here before, but they're kind of trying to say, well, there's Ricky Steamboat and then there's the dragon. The dragon isn't Ricky Steamboat. It's a different character, blowing fire, coming out with you know different entrances, but it's not the same guy that was happening before. That's right. Ooh. So you give us a time cue, Tom. So I am at 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, Very 3, nice. 4, 7 now. Very nice. So we're about, yeah, halfway point, guys. It's been a great show so far.
3: Very good show, man. Good choice. Good choice. And
0: also what Steamboat was on our um, TNA show that we covered, TNA Paper V one. He was the referee in the Gauntlet for the Gold.
3: Yes. Yes, he was. I saw so you. I you
0: that. were thinking that you're like, I have no idea what he's talking about.
3: Yeah, well, I'm glad you said TNA One. You didn't say um, the most previous podcast.
0: I, I have no memory of him being at the slam virtue. Where is he? <laughs> <was here>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a hiccup and a – I'm back in a sec.
3: <laughs> and I'm times...
0: going, is he is he a moment or is he just joined to the toilet? What's this guy uh, doing?
3: I had to take a piss. I drank so much that night. It was ridiculous, man.
0: It was in-out. It was in-out is that I noticed.
3: Disgusting. What, what were you disgusting. drinking? It
0: was whiskey and ginger ale. What were you having?
3: Just having um, Canadian Club.
0: But I noticed Everything. at one point you were drinking them straight. I was. You had a glass at one point, I had no ice. You had it, and I just saw you drinking, it. I'm like, there's no ale in that. That's just no, a straight one.
1: hmm Oh, ale. Yep. No, no, dumb. Really dumb on my behalf.
0: Well, you decided to stick to what to, to the energy drinks tonight, huh?
3: I have. I have indeed. I'm behaving myself. And uh, talking about energy drinks,
0: guys, I want to give a shout-out to another great sponsor. We are talking about Rogue Energy. So Rogue Energy is a healthy energy and focus supplement created by overpowered lads. Our zero calorie, no sugar formula is the perfect alternative to sugar-free canned energy drinks and sodas. We designed this product for those with active lifestyles, for the people who need better performance out of their energy drinks. When you choose Rogue Energy, you're choosing great taste, elite energy, and unparalleled mental function all wrapped up in one healthy drink. Now, guys, we actually have a special uh, promotional code for the broadcast today. If you actually use the promotional code 2702, you get 10% off all your purchases at RogueEnergy.com. That, again, is 2702 at RogueEnergy.com.
3: Luger is yelling at this guy on the ground with the singlet. It is fantastic. <laughs> Did you see my gorilla press climb? Did you see it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for now, I'm on Luger's Dutch on the broadcast. Every uh, time Luger's on our show, did you see me lift? I watched oh me lift. Man. He's so oiled up. He is, dude.
1: How old is Luger now? Good
3: question. I was going to say, where is he? He's going Lex to be in Luger
1: years. is 62 years of age now. So he's only two years younger than our father. Yes, that's right. I'm thinking about that now. Yeah, but... um.
3: Luger doesn't look like this now, does he?
1: No, that's more. This is Luger
0: taken earlier this year. That's a picture there of him now. Yep. That's Luger back
3: you, in. Do, you do remember on the podcast, right?
0: Oh yeah. Well, I'm gonna how am I gonna show you the picture digitally, Al? in it, through the ear.
3: Through the ear. No, oh, shut up.
1: Through the ear. Look at this. Well, look. You're up. <laughs> you look like
3: Terry Funk.
0: So it yeah, says he is. Lex Luger had different names. He was called Lex Lunga was mm-hmm. another name he had, Lex Luger, Lex Luger, The Luger, The Narcissist, and The Total Package. I remember we, we covered, uh, what was it, The Total Package against Sting, K 99, with that baseball bat shot. Remember that?
3: <laughs> By Miss Elizabeth.
0: <laughs> and we were like, oh, shit, yeah, he's down. Yeah, he's hurt. Miss Elizabeth. Because the, the baseball shot hits Sting clear on the chin. He just drops like a bag of potatoes. And then I think Luger grabs a chair puts Sting's arm in it, hits it, and Sting no cells because he's yeah. out. And he's like, yep, yeah. all right, let's get out oh. of here. Come on, come on, Elizabeth, let's go. But it's one of the worst shots, and just you and I are just like, yeah, well, he's down.
1: Ooh,
3: Tommy Young's like, I'm out of here, don't touch me. Lilger, you've been asked to me, okay? I'm Tommy Young, okay? Oh, okay, like power slam. One,
1: two. Come on.
3: How many matches have we got left, Tommy? Uh
0: we only have two left, yeah. We
3: Excellent. have the
0: so this is actually where I got up to on the show last night. I didn't end up watching the whole thing. I got to the end of this matchup. <laughs> You're laughing at. Yeah?
3: I, I was watching a Lex Luger match. I got halfway into it and then I something happened and I had to go to bed. I got tired. Yeah, I know what happened, Tom. I know what I know what that means. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happened. Uh, it happened. Uh, lying down to bed. Gonna be
0: a good show tomorrow. Gonna see him again. Can't wait for it.
2: Your
3: mm. <laughs> wife looks over. Oh, right over there. Shh, go to bed.
0: Yeah, I'm doing a podcast tomorrow.
1: With Lex Lucas again. I'm She's like, out of the room. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I love you.
1: <laughs> I want to divorce. Okay. Sure. Oh my god. Uh, that's a great breaker.
3: Well, <laughs> was it? I thought Luga was going to throw him over the top rope. Right? Hit him in. The, take him to the top. Uh, and if your neck,
1: whoa, look out! Whoa, look out! You keep thinking that there's no gate there, like you're waiting for him to go up and do the audience from that camera I'm, shop.
3: I, I'm loving the crowd tonight. The crowd looks like they're having a lot of fun. Security's beefed up a lot more than I've yeah, just they noticed. Are. <laughs> yeah. Yep. More big dudes with uh, yellow t-shirts. And big titties <laughs> and tight tees as well. Tight yellow tee, tight yellow tees for the titties. Yeah,
1: I, was, I think I briefly touched on it before about yeah, Ricky Steenboat Jr.,
0: uh, which is his son that actually competed, um, in, I think it was NXT for a short time. Got uh-huh. her. And I was actually reading something about, yeah, he's the young fella. Um, mm-hmm. where is it here? So he was born in 1987, was in NXT, I think it was 2013. But it says here about his release. Where was it here? Um, yeah, his final televised match after suffering a back injury, which forced him to require surgery, more than a year later, oh. in December 2013, it was reported that blood had re- had been released from his contract. This was contradicted by later reports, which stated he remained under contract. However, in 25th, and his father stated that due to the injury and subsequent surgery, he was unable
1: to wrestle again.
3: Yep. What an awesome last name that he has. Blood. Ricky Blood.
1: Yeah. Richard Richard Blood Jr. Yeah. Tom Blood. It just sounds weird.
3: Alan Blood. No. (laughs) Alan Bloody. That would be me.
0: i go Bobby Blood. Sounds like a wrestler's name. Bobby Blood.
3: BB.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Nah. <laughs> oh, we really went to BB, Brapper Bush.
1: Oh, great oh. time there. Did Very you see
3: nice. him leap? And he actually
0: works for WWE now, Um, Ricky Steamboat, as an agent backstage. Yeah.
3: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, he came back and did that match with Jericho and the Legends. Remember that one was what? Snookerfly, Flair. They took on Jericho in that three-on-one handicap match at a WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. And then he stayed on after being inducted to the Hall of Fame and works backstage now.
1: Oh, 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 God! It's almost like they forgot there's another ring there. Like <laughs> you're not going yeah. outside; you're going into another ring.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll, they, just have they, a, I'll just
1: double check where what he's actually doing in WWE. If they've stated his role.
0: Yeah,
3: he's a WWE ambassador. His title. <laughs> uh, ambassador. Yeah. Sounds very royal, that does.
0: On February 2019, an episode of Raw Steamboat, along with special guests Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, and Sting, Wait appeared during the main event segment for Ric Flair's birthday.
3: Yeah, that's when um, he chopped Seth Rollins. Yep. And then Batista attacked Ric Flair. Yeah, just dragged him by his neck by a tie.
1: Give me one, I won.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Watch this. Now, remember, the DQ will be against Steamboat if he does the chair shot. Now, that was done yeah. by Luger to himself,
3: right? That's fantastic. That's not, there's
1: no bell ringing.
3: Look at the crowd. Look at the crowd. That's you fantastic don't do
1: stuff. Don't do, don't do it.
3: Don't you dare. There you go. <gasps> That's it.
1: Ring the bell.
3: Look at, look at that. that. You know, on Luger. He's selling that well.
0: Yeah. And as we Ooh. know, belts do not change hands Ooh. by a DQ.
1: Your champion is still Lexi. Sexy Lexi. <laughs> Who's coming? Anyone coming down God. again? What the? No, oh. no, no, no. He, He's all out. yo oh. Three chair shots. Four chair shots.
3: Oh, my God. Somebody stopped the day and match. That man's got a family. Oh, well, oh, that, maybe. There's a, there's a kid there. <laughs> he was. That kid looks like
1: he's having a great time. So that kid would probably be probably what more
0: our age now.
3: <laughs> this is fantastic. I'm yeah, sorry, watch, this is
0: this, is this is an iconic shot, right? Watch this here when Luga gets away. I just love this shot. Listen to the crowd when Steamboat turns around. It's almost like a swan song. Watch this turns around
1: here. I love that shot. And look at the crowd just screaming. And that was one of his final times in the promotion. Yeah, Very He would have nice. been
0: over to WWE. And this is so this is where I got to on the card yesterday. Yeah, okay.
3: yeah. and then paused and went to bed. Some I things s- happened.
0: I slept really well,
1: surprisingly though.
3: Thanks, Lex. Thanks. Just, just Lex just, just don't drive Tweet me. me. Just t- <laughs> tweet me. tweet. Can you tweet me? <laughs> tweet me
0: back. tweet me back, Daddy. So get this right. So we're at one hour thirty four. So there's what, just under just over an hour, we've only got two matches left.
3: Yeah, man. And there's still That's like right. an hour left. War games always goes for a long time, which is great.
0: Well, war games is twenty two eighteen, and flare Funk is seventeen twenty three.
3: Oh. looking forward to these two matches. Very
1: good choice. I made a I made myself an idiot talk, talking
3: this up on the last episode.
0: <laughs> oh.
3: Great right, chair shots.
0: Can I tell you a quick story while we're just waiting here?
3: Oh, listen, it's story time with Tom. Here we go. Put, put some music up. It's a, time. Oh. <laughs> it's a COVID-19 story that I came across today. Oh, Jesus. Here all we right. go.
0: Get this, right? This is the, this right. is from our home and native land and our state, all right? The state of Victoria. Yes. Right, just let me read this out to you. Late night KFC order proves undoing for partygoers. All right. This Mm -hmm. came from today's news, guys. A birthday party where two people ordered 20 KFC meals at 1.30 a.m. in Melbourne's outer southeast today was among the dozens of fines issued by police in the last 24 hours for COVID-19 breaches. Victoria Police Commissioner Shane Patton said 16 total infringements were handed out on the address in Dandenong costing the partygoers a hefty $26,000 for holding the illegal party. Now, this is how the story broke down. We had ambulance workers who were dining at a KFC in Dandenong after a shift, and while they were getting something to eat, they saw two people in there, and they were ordering 20 meals at 1.30 in the morning, coming and going, taking them to the car. They, they spoke to the KFC workers, who subsequently made the reports to the police. We got the registration number of the car, and we followed through and went to the address in Dandenong. It was a townhouse. When we went there, there was two people sleeping, but there were 16 other people hiding out the back and were sitting around covered with their KFC meals. (laughs) That is a ridiculous type of behaviour. It is expensive night. <laughs> this is a heck of a birthday party to recall. They will remember that one for a long time.
3: What? Did someone say? Did someone say KFC?
0: <laughs> I don't I care. Don't care. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I could just
0: imagine when the cops came in. That's what they probably said. <laughs> oh, KFC's here though. Yeah.
3: Did someone say uh, KFC? And they're trying to offer the cops, the, but they're getting arrested and taken away, given fines. Like zinger or a tender or you what? Know. Nah, you get one of those stackers, man. Zinger <laughs> stackers. got a couple of
0: Wicked Wings. you got a Wicked Week. Well, you but Dr- $26,000, $26, L. The KFC. Yep. Yeah. So
3: Fantastic. Danny
0: Nong,
1: Danny
3: Nong, Not too far, far from, from us. us. No. Come on. We so should... that news broke
1: today at about 2 o'clock today. I heard that.
3: Come on, people. Now, look at our fabulous free birds here. Bastry, Atlanta, GA. Oh, whoa, whoa. Um, I think I found a song for tonight too. Yep. What do you want? Bastards to land GA. You want their theme? <laughs> yes, please. We all took it. You and I both took a drink then. It was very quickly.
0: So we got Jimmy Garvin, Michael Hayes, and Terry Gordy. Here. What are
3: these Samoan boys doing? They're going. Is they're he being savages. Him. He's biting him. Yep. They're doing sav- They're doing the savage thing, aren't they? Yep. This is a very long promo. Well, they have an hour, so you got 15 more minutes. Keep cutting.
1: There's a lot of yelling. This reminds me a lot
0: of the old school, um, what, oh, the- oh, WWE Survivor Series teams. You know, they would cut a promo
1: before they would go out.
3: Which we've done before.
1: There's the lid on top, guys. What year did we do? 1990. Very nice.
3: kfc i can't believe that man yeah man oh i'm hungry for kfc now but i bet not (laughs) (laughs) you want to go get it or i'll just uber eats it
0: oh man but to think you know there's we got hate but even we're here at the house we're chilling out playing games having our rogue energy with our triumph chairs with our luxy grips with our player one coffee let's get some kfc i don't care oh oh, it's Oh, no, we'll go quickly, eh? Come on, hop in the car, we'll go down. <laughs>
3: get Can I
0: get 16 uh, zinger boxes, please? Thanks very much. One, two, I'll come back for the other ones. Ambo I... workers going, let's get on over here. Call the cops out uh, here, yeah, call them up.
3: Oh, oh. what the <laughs> what hell? What the hell? It looks like Billy Gunn in um,
1: G- George Valentine. Greg Valentine. up to death. Stereo. I still haven't recovered from getting hurt in the
3: first match, but I'm alright. But I've done a lot of cocaine, really? and I'm mate. feeling fine. I can't feel my teeth. I'm feeling great.
1: Oh, man. Okay, are
3: we just going to get a lot of promos here?
1: Yeah. Well, they're still getting the cage ready. <laughs> Make sure it's sealed in. Oh, look how oh. do you like John mate.
3: Oh. Hello, boys. How are you? Yes? Like your, I like what you're done with your hair.
0: Whenever I say this to so I just think of a
3: drunk person saying, you know, wrestling's fake.
0: And just seeing these two guys going, is it fake? Is it? Is this fake? Just
1: punching their head off. Well, do you think wrestling's fake? I'm going to rip your eye out. Look at the animal, man. Look at the size of his shoulder. Look at that. Hmm. So, if you look at their
3: hair, so Hawk has what animal's missing. Yeah, remember they talked about that in yeah. uh, Dark Side of the Ring.
0: So, the, not only is it the mohawk, which is the center, but his
3: sideburns is what Hawk's missing. Do you think Sting did his uh, face paint? I would say he got the, the the spider in the middle there. See what he's got the gold
0: gold Yeah, gold stream and what? Is that California, I think it is? Yeah, it's owned by Sting and Luger. So many wrestlers were actually discovered in gyms in this timeline too, just lifting weights, Hey, do you like wrestling? Have you done wrestling before? And oh no, I don't know much about it. That's okay, we'll train you.
3: Yeah. Well they were just looking for big guys. This is back in the day when the big guys were a must. Yeah. It was a must must to have them. But
0: that's like wrestling, you know, it was around looking super heroic, super human. You know, we yeah. want guys that are you know like Andre the Giant. Like mm-hmm. that that picture I sent today on our group chat, you know, of him holding the beer can, the twelve ounce beer can. And his hand, like he's holding the beer and it's like sitting in his palm.
3: Yeah, it's, it's good that he, you do. You're talking about stuff that oh, it's a podcast, Tom. What? You need to show people what we're talking about. How can I show them digitally? Twitter. I'm not tweeting anything. Oh, wow. what? Astrid, Solana, GA. And oh, Rekisha, boy. yeah. Look at Paul Foley. Look at him. he has <laughs> got, no, he's dressed up as a, um, uh, as the um as a free bird, Miami Vice here, just rocking out. The energy,
0: yeah, yeah, whoa, whoa. I just always like the light jog
3: that Michael Hayes
0: and stuff. it's just on the tips of the toes, light jog as he come out.
3: I think we, we, in the future we need to, when everything comes down, whoa. we're gonna we're gonna be um Michael Hayes and uh, Bam Bam uh for
1: um Halloween. You and I. I'll I'll, I'll do it. You know, Any time, too. It'd be Halloween.
3: All right, cool. Next show, guys. <laughs> just it'd just be for you and me. We just dress up as the, as the Freebirds. <laughs> Aren't we doing a Twitch? Nah. nah. Aren't we
0: doing Periscope? Nah.
3: Nah. This is for us. Who can see it? Whoa, whoa. Or just whoa. just us. purely for us. And for everybody else. Ever for the listeners.
1: It <laughs> doesn't mean that, guys.
3: Yeah, I do. F you. You don't like us? F now, you. If you like side us, thing, F
0: you. Looking at the uh, the Wild Samoans or the Samoan Swap team, this isn't the same team that we no. had in Capital Combat. That was the Tongan That's kid and uh, Kishi. This is now Samu, uh, mm-hmm. which is the other member of the team. Yes. Uh, who also was over there in World Wrestling Federation, WCW, and New Japan.
3: What's he and doing? then we Get had down. Fatu. Get down. Get off the cage. Get hurt yourself.
1: <laughs> the, the wall's still not connected properly. No. No. Do no. another pro. So, do you know that TNA had a match like this? No.
0: So, TNA had a version like this. Instead of doing two uh, two dual rings, it was one Cheating. ring. Set up, and they called it Lethal Lockdown. And Lethal Lockdown would be either a four-on-four four or a five-on-five. Five, but it would be the old-fashioned, instead of having everyone waiting at the ring, it would be to start the match. Mm. And a coin toss that was done earlier, which is usually is in the favor of the heel,
1: someone would come out next after a time limit. Look at this, man. Yep. Yeah. What the... Yeah. It... Why aren't they driving the
0: bikes? I you know, yeah. That would make Heck... that more interesting. <laughs> Just gentle hands on the hips by Hawk um, there. Well, um... Look at Animal. I don't need to hold him.
3: <laughs> what do they call it when you're driving on the back of the bike like that? Do you know what it's called? What? Bitch. Uh... <laughs> so, but if
0: you watch it, though, Animal the ultimate <laughs>
3: No, no. The <laughs> ultimate, the warriors were sitting, ah. were sitting bitch on a bike on a Harley. Uh. They should have been driving him. Well, I'm sorry. Haw-
0: Hawk had the hands on the hips of the driver. I don't, I don't while care. Well, animal had the shoulders and then let go and just sit hands on his hips to make it look yeah. like I'm not touching oh. this guy. He's
3: yeah. just driving me down. I'm just uh. They were sitting bitch on a bike. Oh, that Took away the bad assness. I'm
0: sorry. So lethal lockdown, as I said, yeah, four on four or five on five. It was once everyone was in the ring, the actual roof would come down onto the top of the cage to keep it still. But inside the ring, there were weapons on there: Kendo sticks, trash cans, guitar if Jeff Jarrett was in there, a ladder, and it would be pinfall, pinfall or submission until one. It's only one time. There didn't have to be eliminations, but I was actually thinking about doing a lockdown. Sure. Since we're since we're in lockdown, we should do a lockdown for TNA. So. Hey Al, since we in lockdown,
3: why should we do lockdown? Oh, i got an idea. Let's do a lockdown. You know, because. <laughs> because, <laughs> because we're in lockdown, get it? It's yeah. the same word. became lockdown. We might get dressed up as our favourite wrestler. Just do it for ourselves. Who is, who is this? <laughs> You're um, not Alan. Who are you? <laughs> I'm not Alan tonight. No <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I was
0: thinking that, though. We should do a TNA lockdown because it was like there's only a few shows left of the year that we've got to cover in terms of now in December, and I thought let's just choose some matches that TNA was known for. Let's do a King of the Mountain. Let's yeah. do the all-cage all lockdown show.
3: Sure. All right. Uh, right. I've got to use the bathroom. I'll show yep. it to
1: no worries. All right, guys. So
0: the War Games matchup. So we've got the team of the Road Warriors Animal and Hawk taking on the Midnight Express, which is Stan Lane and Bobby Eaton, who actually was featured in our ECW Windworld's Collide show, uh, teaming up with Sabu against Arn Anderson and Terry Funk. Uh, they're actually in the corner is Jim Cornette and Paul Elrin. The actual team they're facing up against is the fabulous Freebirds, which is Garvin Hayes and Gordy, Mm -hmm. and the Samoan SWAT team, FAT2 and Suma, with Paulie Dennisley in its corner. Now, from memory, this uh, end of the match would only occur by a submission. I don't believe it was pinball. Other promotions have done their own version of war games, i.e. NXT have done one. Also, MLW had a war games that they did with the Funkin' Army a couple of years ago. And, yeah, as it would work, there would be two from each team would start the matchup. And after a time interval, another member of the team would join, which would then put a disadvantage, usually against the faces, until everyone in the ring has actually entered. And only when that has occurred, you can actually have a finish to the match, as I said, would be a submission. Looks really cool having the two rings. Looks like almost the size of a Hell in a Cell that we would have in the WWE not until, what, 1997 with Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Belly to back suplex. God, that, that cage actually is almost a little bit too low, though, because his legs almost hit the top of that. If you were syncing up, guys, we are also at 147.56,
1: 147.58, if you are syncing up on the WWE Network. Oh, good shot there. I think his hair, what the hell? His hair got stuck. What the hell is... Oh, shit. Yeah. No, you got one of the Samoan SWAT team pulling his hair from underneath the cage on the ring mat, and just punched him in the ear. And so, yeah, yeah, Jr. just noted there. There's actually no referee there.
0: I just noticed something, and then Jr. said it too. He said, as you would see, there's no referee in the ring. The referee does not join the match until all participants have entered the match.
1: So, war games technically doesn't start. It's Until everybody's in the game. ring. Yeah. Yep. And it ends in the submission, or... Like, I'm just saying, that cage looks like it's a little bit too low. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it was, I think it is just submission only, back in the old times. There was no pinfall. Um, NXT
0: would end up doing this. They've done a number of War Games events. War Games like, 2019 and 2018. Adam Cole taking that massive spot with uh, Tommaso
1: Ciampa through the tables. Yeah, submit or surrender, which is what I think Shivani has said in the past didn't really like. Jeez. So they're working out the order now who's going to join. So there's been a number of these war games that we've
0: never even, like, we've spoken briefly about, you know, the Four Horsemen's war games matches that they've done. The NWO taken on the horsemen. And
1: then well, there was I was that... about to ask, what number
3: is this in the
0: in terms of the history of the WarGames matches?
3: Yeah, what number yep. was this?
0: So this was number. Let me load it up because a lot of them are done on the Hell Show circuit.
1: Mm. Um, going through. God, I'm already up to here. We go number sixteen. This is sixteen. Yeah,
0: this was actually Fantastic. the first one though on a major pay per view because the rest of them were all house shows that were done in Atlanta, Georgia, yep. Miami, Florida. A lot of them featured the Road Warriors though. They were a main star: Nikita Koloff, Dusty Rhodes, and the Horsemen. Bid mm-hmm. Night Express has been in them. You know, you had what Tully Bladshed, Barry Windham. There was one that actually I think I think all of them are actually on the network as well too. Even though they're health show based you can actually still watch them. Nice. <clears throat> the one that I was going to say, wasn't there a triangle one that happened as well, too? It was a uh, WCW one. Where was it? was it that on Nitro? I K- oh, hear it. Doom? Yeah, it was, no, there was Thor Brawl, 1998, Team WCW, DDP, Roddy Piper, and The Warrior versus oh. NWO Hollywood, Hogan, Bret Hart, and Stevie Ray and NWA Wolfpack, Kevin Nash, Sting, and Luger. That was the one when um, Warrior blew out his arm.
3: Because yeah. he kicked
0: a, kicked a hole through the cage, tried to jump down, and tore his tricep. <laughs> and talking about that year, we've already confirmed it, guys. Oh, God. In in October, we are traveling to 1998, Halloween Havoc, 1998, <sighs> to watch Hogan Warrior.
3: <laughs> the Flash Power the flash, oh. the flash, paper of doom. I'm looking forward to the concept art you do for that one. That's gonna be great.
0: And I've already got it designed. So fantastic. <laughs> I've already put it up. You also get DDP Goldberg as well in a good uh, match up there that actually didn't make it to the official airing. So D- does that mean we get it? We get it, yeah. Because what mm-hmm. they end up doing is, I think they aired it for free on Nitro okay. because it actually went it went over three hours, like a most average wrestling events would be three hours to the audience, but to fans on a tape recording, it's about 2.50, 2.55. Mm. I think Hell and Havoc was three hours 15.
3: No. So you're telling me we're doing a three hours and 15-minute show, are we? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With think, our usual think, banter as well, so. I think we might have to that into two. And
0: then the one that happened, the final WCW one, was September 4, 2000 was Nitro. Kevin Nash, Jeff Jarrett, Scott Steiner, and Vince Russo defeated Booker T, Goldberg, Chronic, and Sting to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Title.
1: Yeah, yeah. And <laughs>
3: Russo Russo won it, didn't he? Or he won it at the,
0: I think he. I think Russo won it at the end of September by getting speared by Goldberg through the cage wall. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then he relinquished the championship on the
0: Thunder. Yes. So you think in that one year in 2000, it had, what, Akhet and Russo win the belt.
3: Magnificent.
0: And I think there was something I sent to our group chat a few months ago. Like, there was, like, 40-something title changes of the world title in, like, three years in WCW. Mm -hmm. Like, just transitional champion, next, next, next. Mm.
1: And the war games
0: uh, wouldn't happen again until 2017 which was the Undisputed Era defeated Sanity and the Authors mm-hmm. of Pain at Takedown War Games. We then had War Games 2018, Pete Darnit, Ricochet, and the War Raiders took on the Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. And then we had last year where we had two War Games, which was Rhea Ripley, Candice Ray, Tegan Knox, and Dakota Kai mm-hmm. defeated Shania Baszler, Owa Shiree, Bianca Belair, and Kaylee Ray. And mm-hmm. also Team Champa, which was Tommaso Champa, Kevin Lee, Dominic Dijak, and Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. defeated the
1: Undisputed Era.
3: Oh, my God. Look at this.
1: Look oh. at that. Oh, oh. Four,
0: five, six, six, seven, eight. Oh. He's a big dude, Gordy, too. He gorilla pressed him nine lips.
3: Unbelievable, fantastic.
1: I think he's going for the stance here, the, the three-point stance. No, just poking up.
3: <laughs> me, <laughs> I know that. But going. listen, but listen, just let me... me. Me, going, me going the next one. Yeah, 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 you will be. Just calm down.
1: So I'm just. So this is. Listen, let me read this out. This is the war games match that
0: Russo did. After the War Games match was not held in 1999, Vince Russo brought back War Games in a new format called War Games 2000 with Mm -hmm. the tagline Russo's Revenge. Mm. It was held on September 4th. The match consisted of two teams vying for the world title in a three-tiered cage first seen in the climax of the WCW film Ready to Rumble and later used Slamboree in May of the same year. Yep. The rules combine the traditional War Games entry format with the rules of the triple cage at Slamboree 2000. However, once a wrestler retrieved the belt from above the third cage, it did not automatically win it as it was the case at Slamboree. This time, the wrestler had to climb back down the first cage and exit mm-hmm. via the cage door. Mm-hmm. The wrestler who exited the structure with the belt, regardless of whether or not he was the one to retrieve it from the third cage, won the match and the championship. <laughs> so let's just complicate it for everyone.
3: <laughs> Classic WCW.
0: And the ending was, here. Yeah, Kevin Nash retrieved the belt and simply
3: walked through the door. Yeah, I think Jeff Jarrett dropped yeah. it. Jeff Jarrett dropped it. Kevin Nash picked it up and went, I, yeah, I win.
1: Yeah, so says the it...
0: Harris brothers and Chronic drove each other out of the arena. Booker T retrieved the belt from the top but Russo interfered on behalf of his team. Ernest Miller entered the ring, but was jackknife-powered by Nash. Steiner and Jarrett handcuffed Sting and Booker to the walls of the second cage. Goldberg broke free of the handcuffs, which held him to the turnbuckle of the ring, and attempted to leave the cage with the belt, but was cut off by Bret Hart, who slammed the door in his face. Nash then retrieved the belt and walked out the cage door, retaining the championship.
3: AEW, there, people.
0: And then again, yeah, pre the COVID-19 times, AEW tried to do it too, but it got scrapped. They were going to do blood and guts.
3: Yeah. Looking Which ended up becoming
0: that, well, that ended up becoming the uh, the, the wasn't stadium stampede match. They did that instead. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah um, about, you're very, I've already crapped all over that. So. Well,
0: it says here, Combat Zone Wrestling did their own one too, at the Cage of Death.
3: Listen, no, did, for cage, did actually, did actually, when they call it the cage of death, did actually someone die? No one's ever died, but they almost could have. Well, don't don't say cage of death. Just say what? cage. Cage of near death. Then. Is that better? El? Sounds stupid. Listen to cage, cage of, of near ca- death.
0: <laughs> when you say it like that. But yeah, I know. The cage of death five. In that, there were two rings. One of them was surrounded by a cage, and the other was filled with one million thumbtacks. The actual amount was never verified. Nah. Right, oh, thanks. When ECW, the ECW had one, they called it Ultimate Jeopardy, which was their steel cage matchup.
3: I thought you were going to say, um, it dismember to dismember <laughs> or, <laughs> that never WWE. happened. Yeah, <clears throat> I still want to do that one day. Which one, the, the WWE one or the ECW yeah, one? Yeah, the horrible WWE one. Yeah, what so
0: 2006,
3: wasn't it? Yeah. It was yuck. Oh, Oh, shoulder tackle, man. What a big dude. So IWA
0: Mid-South did one, and also MLW did one. This is what actually I talked about off-mic when you went there. Cool, man. Listen to this main event, right? The Funkin' Army, all right? Terry Funk, The Sandman, Steve Williams, Subu, and Bill Alfonso. That was a team in in MLW. Big
3: big Steve Williams here.
0: Yeah. Must have been before he passed. The extreme horsemen, Steve Carino, Simon Diamond, C.W. Anderson, P.J. Walker, and Barry Windham. And Terry Funk won the match by did, Carino submitting due to a fireball to the face.
3: Did you see what Doc, <clears throat> Hend- Doc Hendricks was saying to Fatou? You okay. gotta go in there, you gotta kill, you gotta kill. And he's He goes, Go for the jaw and rip it out. Well, oh, my. Like, okay, Doc, calm down, dude.
0: I watched that promo on YouTube the other day when uh, Russo broke character on uh, Livewire, and was saying, you know, you used to be a free bird, now you're the stupid dark handwreck. And
3: mm-hmm.
0: it was like this is that edgy time, and that's the one of the only times you had Cornette and Russo on the same camera together, because mm-hmm. that was the time they were both kind of still writing for Vince.
1: But that was all before it all kicked up, and yeah. Here we go. Yeah. And they're, and they're
3: still going. They haven't stopped. But still, Vince wrote, the brand follows me on Twitter. It still blows my brain. Yeah, well, one of the podcasts awesome.
0: that we actually follow um, actually is now signed to the brand recently. The Total Nonstop Action Podcast. who cover the old TNA and the new TNA. They actually, um, yeah, are under the brand now. Fantastic. But they I had don't... Russo as a guest, and now they've been signed onto it,
3: which is cool. Cool. Yeah.
0: Oh. Should I give some uh, shout-outs to some of our newest followers?
3: Always you want to go, no. <laughs> <laughs> F them. Nah. Why? Get stuff the bloodier. Why? Are they paying right. us? F right so, off.
0: we have the East Coast Avengers podcast. Five good friends bring you the latest nerd news in our podcast and YouTube channel. Come join us on an episode and enjoy it for yourself. They're at East Coast, A-V-N-G-R-S on Twitter. We also have Fat, Drunk, and Stupid podcast. Hello. So, grab a drink. Grab a drink. Let's talk about it. They are on Twitter at FDS Podcast number seven. That is the Funk of Fat, Drunk, and Stupid podcast. Love it. We, We enjoy wrestling podcast at WEW Podcast. A podcast by at Matthew Flower and the Eric Goldman, who both enjoy wrestling. Hashtag we enjoy wrestling. Uh, United by pro wrestling podcast, an autistic podcaster who talks pro wrestling weekly. This is your, this, your featured podcast of the evening. Call it in the ring. So that's UTD by wrestling, United awesome. by pro wrestling. And we'll do one more. Uh, we have the Bloom Brothers, which is what Hello. I sent to Alan recently, which yes. is open for curbside pickup recreational marijuana retail store.
3: Okay. And uh, give them where they are. They're based the, in
0: uh, Pittsville. Which part of the world? Like, it's the United States. So it's yeah, Pittsville. Nice. And they're at, uh, hash, uh, they're at Bloom Brothers MA. And I'll do one more while we're still here. We've got Book It, a wrestling podcast, the only podcast to rebook, revisit, and reimagine your favourite wrestling storylines presented by TH3 Media. Thanks, guys.
3: Thank you, everyone that's following us. Muchly appreciated.
0: And as I say, guys, uh, it's Friday here in Australia, so it's Follow Friday, and we usually get put in lots of people tagging us for the Follow Friday, people who support our podcast out there. Yes. big hot Hashtag, you, copy, hashtag copy co- coffee corpse, because it's actually American morning now, so that's where we get a lot of our tweets in our evening sending us coffee pictures, which I don't think Alan and I are drinking coffee at about 11 o'clock at night.
3: No, I'm done. I'm up to the water now, like an old man.
1: Here we go. Well, oh, Bring me closer. Yeah. Yeah. Next time. Thank you. Oh, animal, man. <laughs> Who's that? I was at a photographer down the bottom there. I know, it was a woman yeah, on the huh? side. I'm like, who's that? Hey, what B- are you doing? You're not Paul Erick. No, he's over there with Jim Cornette. Okay, you go over. What? What is going on? Talk. Talk, people. What is he do- He's... <laughs>
0: I actually had some trivia about this match. Let me actually find something. I was reading it earlier today,
1: and it's to do with actually uh, Michael Hayes in this matchup. Yeah, yeah. Let me find my notes. All right, here it is. So where does it say it? So this event actually featured
0: the pay-per-view days views of Scott Hall, Terry Gordy, Brian Pillman, Scott Steiner, and Ron Simmons, Bill Irwin, and Sid Vicious. It was also the pay-per-view debut for the Steiner Brothers as a team and the pay-per-view debut for the Freebirds. Also the debut of Teddy Long as their manager and the debut of the Skyscrapers. So lots of debuts. Nice. It was the final appearance by hot stuff Eddie Gilbert. It was also the final uh, NWA appearance of Missy Hyatt until Wrestle War 1991. It was Ricky nice. Steamboat's last appearance until Starcade 1991. As we said, he went over and became the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Here we go. The running gag for the War Games match between the Road Warriors taking on the Freebirds is that Paulie Danuosley, the manager for the Samoans, and thus the manager of the heel team, promised that Hayes would always be the next man for the heels, but Hayes mm-hmm. would always send in another person instead. Eventually, yes. Hayes realized that he has to enter the match as there was no one left
3: to go in a few seconds, sorry, about two or three minutes ago, they showed that, and actually both of them, because he was looking at him with the darling eye going, what, am I next? And Paul's like, yeah, you're next. Oh. Very cool. Well, it's very similar to to the
0: idea of the chamber, like, you know, as in everyone's pods open before everyone was like, I think the original chamber might have been there was going to be no pinfalls until everyone entered from their chamber boxes, but then eliminations would happen even though you're in the
1: pod.
3: Um, that's in our vault as well.
1: Yes, 2010 we covered. Yes. It's featured John Stannis with about 25
0: minutes standing in a pod.
3: Oh, that one, we've also done the Survivor Series.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, the very first one. The, first the
3: very chamber. first one. Yeah. Salad Steel. Thank you, Eric Bishop.
1: Look at that That, that roof. is just a little bit... Right, salad
3: Everyone's... Is. Wow. Man, he comes in the ring. You just go in the corner. And just Uh, hope he doesn't come near you. That's a right-hand
0: chop, right-hand chop repeatedly. Gordy's selling for everybody tonight.
3: Wince and repeat. Oh. Oh.
0: If it works, keep doing it.
3: Just do it.
0: Uh, Is the referee in the ring? I think he would have to come in now. I don't know who the
1: ref is. Is that everybody's? Is Hayes in there, though? Yeah, Michael Hayes is in. Hawk was the uh, last one. I think that's everyone. Is that everyone? I'm counting them. One, two, three, four. Yeah, oh no, I think God. everyone's
0: there. And it says that's here right. this was also the final appearance by Paulie Dundas into until Great American Bash 1990,
1: which would be that's a right. year from this event. That's right. Nice.
0: <clears throat> and that featured what Sting finally winning the world title uh, from Ric Flair with a roll-up, cradle. That's right. Who covered that recently? I think it may have been Grilling JR
1: might have done that. They Someone did. did it recently, yeah.
3: Grilling JR did it about a month
1: ago, yes. And uh,
3: funny give enough... The, give uh,
1: me the phone, look, give me the phone.
3: <laughs> Tommy look, Young. Look, hey. hey, what do you think you're doing? You can't put the phone in the cage. That's not right.
1: <laughs> Don't oh. do that.
3: Um, last night's Grilling JR. Um, was the Nitro when um, Goldberg won the title?
0: Oh yeah, from Hogan that you covered, that didn't
3: you? We need to revisit that one day. We need to do a where well, it's just you and me <coughs> instead of me talking.
0: I had an idea too, like you know how we covered in your house one that I did. We could do in your house re um what re well revisit it and we do it together. Yeah, we do it yeah, together. I like that because I covered that by myself. What? Two years you, ago or something like and that. And you hated it,
3: don't you? Yeah. Yeah, you make fun of yourself and there's no one there to make fun of you. <laughs> sorry, Alan's not here. So. A, what do you think, Elk? Oh, yeah, sorry, He's not here. <laughs> um, rogue Energy. Um, <laughs> uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> fight, fight TV, guys. Fight TV. No, I'm just looking. Do I have any more
0: sponsor shout-outs? Let me look at my list, Al, because i got uh, so many
3: written. I oh, know. You, you, sorry, guys, but we've... Uh, yeah, we've really whored ourselves out.
1: What do you mean?
3: But, hey, if you've got something to sell, we'll whore ourselves out to you. i <laughs> <That's Alan. laughs> Broadcast. Hose. Money. Give it. <laughs> sponsor codes. Mm.
0: Well, talking about uh, sitting back and relaxing, um, oh, yes. I, I want to give a shout out to uh, another sponsor, an affiliate, talking about com. Now, guys, using your promotional code, uh, bro247, you get 10% off your purchases at triumphchairs.com. They focus on gaming chairs.
3: So uh, if you're on uh, Sorry to interrupt.
1: Sorry to interrupt. That's it. And that's it. So now Sorry, I'm going to you... re-edit me talking now. Yeah. No, no
0: yeah. you don't. <sighs> and, and go. No, I've already said it. I'm not, I'm not repeating
1: myself. I'll work it out. Just oh use God. the promotional code, guys. Triumphchairs.com for 247 24/7. Thanks, Al. <laughs> what, what did you want me to do? Not say nothing? Say
0: nothing, and then we just talk about it after it happened. I was nearly finished it anyway.
3: There you were in the beginning. Correct. So, what's <laughs> so we'll going to tell on? you
1: the whole story of how they make the chair, put the foam in the chair.
3: I need to get one of those chairs, actually. They're pretty need... good.
1: Oh. They have a racing series,
0: ultimate racing series, RGBT series, and the reviews are good.
3: Question. Yeah. Do Do they have a Hello Kitty?
1: No, they don't.
3: Then what am I doing? Well, Why would do you want that well, rule? Have, you've met me, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Has you got on yeah. top of the cage here? What's he doing
3: here? Yeah, the, um, the Walsam moments have locked, um, have left oh, uh, yeah. animals in the ring, and they're not letting anybody in. They're going to hurt him.
1: Oh, there's the headbutt. Nope. Hawk's back in.
3: He ripped the door open. Where
1: Oof. are they going to go? What the? It's all under the corners. Don't, 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 don't touch me, don't touch me. <laughs> well, main event time, out. There we go. Woo! Rock the blue, I think, tonight with these purple feathers. Look at the bod. Look at the hair. Yeah.
3: Tanned up to. And face flare as well. Yeah, I am. Um, I don't really dig on face flare. It's like, <clears throat> it's like Charlotte. I don't dig on face Charlotte. I prefer the flares should be heels. You know, you can always do your, uh, another promotion for somebody right now if you want.
1: What, do another one?
3: Go on then. Be, be a cheapo. How dare you, Al? Yeah, I'm right. trying look, to
1: make you some money. I'm trying to make you some
0: money.
3: That's what I want.
1: <laughs> dun
0: dun done. <laughs> Alright, with that said, let's talk about... Let me have a look, com guys. Go. Do you play games? Do you use a controller to play games? I to do play the game. <laughs> Thanks, Al. Um, <laughs> do you find when you're playing that your thumbs are using those sticks and it's kind of hurting your thumbs, well, that's where Luxy.com comes in, because they can actually give you some comfortable grips that go onto your sticks of your controller. They also have uh, cases and seals to go over your controller too to give you better comfort when you're doing long-term gaming, either as a competitive gamer or just in your own recreational leisure at your own home. Using the promotional code BRO247, you're getting not 10%, you're getting fifteen percent guys using the broadcast podcast promotion code twenty seven oh two actually no wait, bro twenty four seven at uh yeah luxygrips.com or simply luxy.com dot com.
1: What are you doing now?
3: Very nice. Just checking the footy scores. If you're checking out luxy.com dot com. I actually do like that whole concept of uh because I do be I have been playing quite a lot of gaming lately um i just finished off playing the last of us part two well yeah the last of us two and uh did you finish it already i did and i did and i wish and i I wish i didn't but i can go back and play it again and i really enjoyed this game there was a lot of flack at the beginning when this game first hit uh, people about people because there is a certain um mission that happens and I'll try, we'll try not to spoil it until next episode. I probably will talk about it if you bring it up with me. But um, it's just—it was just full on. And, I think uh, I know what
0: you're talking about. I think yeah. I, know. I heard some stuff online about it.
3: Yeah, I, maybe there might be a few people out there who have listened to it and are pretty much halfway into the game. I don't want to spoil anything yet. But um, yeah, I've been I, pl- I power through that game, but I kind of like the idea of actually having a PlayStation controller with the little grips. So if I'm playing quite a lot of games where there's a lot of button mashing, it'd be great to have. Well, see, well, they actually do
0: three types of grips too. There's just mm. the ones that go over the orange stick that are comfortable. Then mm. there's a medium version, which is it rises them even higher up. And then you've got level three, which is even bigger than that. So it brings them up higher to your actual hands for better grip. So instead of having to push down, they're up higher.
3: Are we talking about... Grips, or are we talking about dick pills here?
0: I don't have a sponsor for that yet. um
3: Why not? Come on, what's next? Want, I'm trying. I'm trying I want um step step one underwear, and I also want <laughs> manscape, and I also want uh, something, and I want something to do to help guys with down there.
1: I'll, I'll do some asking around.
3: Hey, guys,
0: excuse me, mate. Really quick. <clears throat> Sorry, I was coughing again. Um, really quick. Do you have
3: <laughs> you want to put a mask on when uh, you do it the next time you do that?
0: Yeah, I don't have one yeah. actually. But yeah. oh, he pissed off Terry. He's getting, I think he's got the brandy iron. Yeah? But, oh,
3: man, look at the security guard. Someone's getting branded.
1: He's like, he's calming out oh. like Bill Goldberg. He's smiling. Here, look at the security guard. Is he spinning? I wouldn't what be, you, I wouldn't be surprised.
3: What did you say to me then? I'm going when Ric Flair comes out here tonight. I'm gonna brand him. I'm gonna break his neck, just like I did. I gave him that pile driver on the table. That Let's was your that, that was
0: was no, no way! I am not doing voices <laughs> on this podcast because you make fun of me.
3: Go on, give it a try. Um, let me see. Would I be able to function
0: normally? That's What's a good that?
1: one. No, what? it's not. It's That's terrible. Beyond the, it's, it's beyond the mat. That's sh- shocking.
0: Wrong ankle <laughs> in a hole. Oh,
1: damn! <laughs> it. <laughs> it's
3: my last match. It's my last match. It's my last match. That's my last match. I wasn't booked. I he comes. I wasn't there booked. he comes. Where's but the ladies? Back.
1: Yeah, they come. Is it there's,
3: there? oh, there's one. There one? Uh, one, two. 16 left- time, eh? Terry Funk comes down with a whole entire security um, team. And Gary Hart. Yep. Yeah, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Oh, goodness. What the? What he's he gone oh, oh, to the yeah. audience. Oh, my God. He's kissing everybody.
1: Just a, I love you, clips, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there <he is> up.
2: <laughs>
0: now. Have you ever heard about Gamer Goo, as I'm just talking to you? Now, this isn't a, this, a sponsor shout out. Have you heard of Gamer Goo? Is that something to do with, like, GAC? Uh,
3: well, no. <laughs> <laughs> is, it some,
0: is it something you get while gaming?
3: <laughs> is there an ointment? Can you, is there some type of ointment
1: I can get for it? What's what,
0: Now, I gave a shout-out before to clinchgaming.com, and I came across this the other day, and I'm like, what is this stuff? Gamer Goo, right? Gamer Goo is a hand lotion created for gamers. It keeps your hands dry and cool while you hold the controller. Picture this, right? Really quick before we get into this match. Picture you're walking into a snowy village. No. Flurry swirling above you. The frosty air pinching your cheeks. Oh come on. Maybe it's almost the holidays. Someone's hands are one of those mints that they give out at restaurants. It smells fresh. Energizing, and then suddenly you feel ready to take on the world. So, Clinch Gaming
1: doing a peppermint gamer goo, which you can use on your hands when you're gaming out.
3: That's yeah, called hand sanitizer. No, gaming gaming. Goo. <laughs> I was a sponsor?
0: No, but this thing, there's actually lots of different companies that do gamer goo. This one they do cherry blossom, cinnamon flavor, orange, peppermint, teakwood, wood, and uh, vanilla sugar.
3: Right, thanks. Thanks for thanks very much. I'm trying to watch this match now. Thanks. <laughs> now you Game just took Goon it from
0: head. the most enjoyable thing to the thing I just didn't want to hear.
3: Pretty much. <laughs> there was no point of that, Tom. Thank you very much.
0: Thirteen but, bucks, I wouldn't spend
3: that I don't think. But so. guys, thanks very much and hope you sponsor us soon. <laughs> Broadcast <laughs> hose. What's he doing? Stop it, funk. Have you Ooh. seen my gamer goo, Bub? There it is. Have you seen my bait my game of goop <laughs> Oh, <sighs> Honey Where's my game of goop? Look how lean he is too, Terry
1: Funk. Uh huh. Whoa. shove is that Tom yeah, Tommy Young back in.
3: Yeah, oh yeah. Tommy Young was like uh You did all the flash matches. In the in WCW.
0: Flair with the white boots, too, shades of what? Triple H WrestleMania 20, when
1: he dropped Correct. the world title to Benoit. Correct. Look at that. <clears throat> there it yep, is. There's our poster
0: right there that we put up on Twitter. Yep.
3: Yep.
0: Alan on the, the body of Ric Flair, and I'm on the head of Terry Funk.
3: I would never looked so good in the 80s. Oh, look at that.
0: So, with, you know, the Clash of Champions, was it, was it the New York Knockout? Was that the name of that event? that we,
1: I think it was.
3: Yeah. The I was. match matchup. Yes, it was. Because
1: I'm trying to think. It wasn't long after this, I believe.
0: I'm just going to find when that was, because this is July of
3: 1989. Maybe, show the, the, maybe show the poster art, too, and maybe, maybe we can see it as well. What's that? Of the pay-per-view that we're talking about. The Clash of the Champions. If you find it, you can show it to me.
1: Well, I'm looking for it now. Buy your do. phone. What? Uh, what? What are you talking about? I'm trying to find. It. I'm trying to find what show. Here we go. So Clash looking. of Champions 11. Uh, no, Clash of Champions
0: 9 from the 15th of November. Look at that, so look what? The... Four months after this.
3: Look at that cameraman up there acting like Hoobie Too. <laughs> Just sitting on the dot rope. That's the life, right there, man. Look at him, mate. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm getting a good shot. Oh, get the a good shot here. But they haven't it's cut a, to his camera yet. Yeah, Vince McMahon would be having an absolute that you'd be yelling at that guy. Tommy,
0: push a, him
3: off. Push him off. Is, yep. that, is that Klondike, Bill, sitting in the corner over there at the timekeeper's table? I wouldn't be surprised because he,
0: he would have helped with the War Games cage band builds.
3: So. Yeah. You're just sitting at the timekeeper's table. Looks like um Klondike, Bill.
0: Is that in the left corner where the table is on the left?
1: Is that what yes. you're talking about? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Dead living here. Okay, easy now. We can... almost saw Space Mountain then. <laughs> Just talk. He nearly got out. The yeah, no, I reckon, was that, I reckon that is
0: contact. He's got the suspenders on. Hey? You reckon that fellow there with the hat on with the red suspenders?
3: Sure. Santa Claus.
1: I was going to say Mario, but... How? No, like
3: Mario
1: no. So, he looks like Mario from Mario Brothers.
3: He's got a big grey beard. When does I mean, Mario have a grey beard? You freaking idiot. I mean, the hat and the suspenders. Looks like a Mario. No, I say Santa. Yeah. Yes, are you? He looks like oh, Mario. Okay. Yeah. You see Klondike Beard over
1: there, Al? You see that Beard? Yeah, that's him. Oh my god. Oh my god. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Look at the hand. Look at Terry Bung's hand. Ah. I've got to get feeling back in my hand. Oh.
3: Easy up. Jeez, you really went into the camera then. Don't do that again, please. Why? It's got like this whole face of you walking <laughs> right into the- <laughs> that. I was stretching. Oh, jeez, don't do that again. Really? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while, face. Mate, you just ugly as now. Oh, this is... Have you got COVID it? COVID has not yet? been good. Have you got you've it? You've got it the either? COVID, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> you've got the COVID and the ugly. Jeez, you've got it all, haven't you? Yeah, U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly.
0: <laughs> ugly, COVID, little dick, everything. You know, you just... Whoa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Easy uh, now. Bowl drive everything,
3: do it. I'm going to break his neck again. I oh. know oh, I'm not. See ya.
1: Is it just me that way in the video package he was wearing a suit when he pole drove him through the table?
3: Yeah. Yes. You know what happened then? Do you remember what happened? Well, I think it wasn't it Terry Steamboat or something had a match. And no, then, what? no, was it just was Clarence to... Steamboat. Yeah. Terry Funk was one of the judges. Ah. And he went to him and said, I would love to be the first person to take you on. And, uh... Flair said to him, Oh, no, no, that doesn't work like that. Yeah. If you, if you want to be number one contender, you have to fight for the title.
0: You've got to earn your way through.
3: Yeah. Um, Funk didn't like hearing that. Mm. Grabbed him, pole driver through the table, and supposedly damaged Ric Flair's neck. And he's trying to break Jerry Funk's neck right now. Because I think the
0: next clash of champions was Steamboat versus Funk, and that's when Luger turned heel on Funk
1: with the skill sure chair post match. Yeah. Sure did. Yep, look at this. Flair is a What's cerebral you assassin don't here. And <laughs> no, Terry he's,
0: Funk, like he's been in quite a lot of our stuff. Like, you know, the, the Oh My God, the ECW yes. One Night Stand show, the ECW show we just did, you know, and the team up with Arn Anderson.
1: He took, what, multiple chair shots to the leg. Nasty. And then we oh, had... Like, what, what happened on the side? Was it Seville and Eaton? On the
3: scaffold. What's What's this? Oh, spikes him. Yep, got him, got him back. A little, look at him! Wow, wow! He's going around like a three Stooger. <laughs> He's selling it well too. So good.
1: Now, was it Landstorm that used to do the cradle, the
0: modified cradle, where they would hook him up? Yeah.
3: In sure ECW, was. And
0: Spike Van Dam, Van Damme. that oh, yeah, it was Jerry Lynn Van Dam when he spiked him and just bounced off the ECW floor.
3: Another one, one more time. One more time. One oh, more man. time. Oh.
1: He's
3: I always trying. remember
0: um, Mick Foley's pulling pole driver.
3: Fantastic. The spike
0: of that when he was Mankind.
3: Oh, look at that. Funk just falls out.
0: Well, that's right. We also covered Funk and Cactus from the IWA Japan, King of the Death. Mm-hmm. That was our very first match in Oh yes, My God, was. Season 1. Yeah. With, all, with, with you going, oh. When the time bomb went off, you're like, oh, is that it? I thought
3: there was going was to be an explosion. That, I was hoping that Terry Funk or, Mac or Mick Foley will explode, but no, it didn't happen. Sorry. Well, well,
0: well we had, what, Tiger Jet Singh coming out with a sickle in that match and everything. Sword. Happened. What? You...
1: <laughs> yeah, the oh, of God. Blair is so, pissed.
0: Someone at IWA, uh, the IWA stuff in Japan was just crazy. Time bombs, Piranha Death time matches, and I'm
1: like, what? Time bomb and piranha. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that? Time bomb and piranha. Okay, first of all, I didn't say
0: it like that. I said those words, but not like that. Huh?
1: So. <laughs> you did. Hey, <laughs> hey, you've got that uh,
3: game game lube? I love that game it's lube. It's game goo, not game nah. lube. Nah, too late. That's what it's called now. Game goo. Hey, guys, do you like gaming? Does your hands get sore when you play games? Use the new and improved game loom. $69.69. 69. <laughs> oh, with man. the figure four on Terry Funk. Oh, whoa. with the uh, branding iron. Into the face. Let's play a blade in there, yep. Yep. Sheer, sheer, sheer.
1: Sheer, sheer, sheer. This is known
0: for his hair almost going jet red in this match mm-hmm. too now, from
1: mm-hmm. this point on.
3: Game lube. <laughs> it's game of goo. No, no, it's game lube. Oh, L. You can get the soft smells of purple, <laughs> red, blue, and green. <laughs> and it's peppermint,
0: vanilla, sugar, orange. <laughs> and brown dog shit. <laughs> Oh shit! And don't worry, no artificial.
3: <laughs> it's okay. You can eat it
0: <laughs> when you're feeling hungry while gaming. Don't yeah. have another zinger or a pizza.
1: <laughs> Suck on the goo.
3: <laughs> Suck on that lube, daddy. <laughs> Sixty-nine ninety-nine. <laughs> oh. It doesn't come yes. in the tube, it comes in the tub. <laughs> oh, I used geez. the promotional code twenty seven oh seven. Oh, what? I used oh, the promotional geez. code 69691. <laughs> Oh, shit. This is why I don't do the ads, guys. No. I was gonna send you I was gonna send
0: you the readout for today and I'm like, no, you'll fuck it up by saying something. <laughs>
3: That's our first swear, guys. Oh, shit. I love that I don't swear anymore, but you do.
0: I think we're allowed to have one. It's like a, what, a PG-13 movie. Just drop a couple.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly fine. Oh, it's got the tape around the neck.
0: Oh. But no, I just thought gamer goo, man. Like, I've never thought, you know, my Uh, hands are dry while I'm gaming. Wish I had some goo. (laughs) Usually I just just use butter or olive oil.
3: Oh. (laughs) But no, but then I use Game Lube. <laughs> I do find that if I've been playing Fortnite or um Call of Duty Warzone. Yeah. Oh my god.
0: Now on the map. I
3: thought he was, was gonna do a Canadian destroying then. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Shoot. He touched the camera there, mate. And he's got one of the guys who's got the uh one That's of the a crowns. Big camera.
1: Does he work yeah. there, does he? Live in-
3: no, North no, North it's line. just a just some, some kid. Here we go, 450, come on, Terry, 450, do it. Come on, do it, do it. Well, oh, okay. okay, oh. Yep, Ooh. okay. Yep. Ah, sell that the ear, sell so the ear, sell so the neck. Sell <laughs> so the E and neck. Oh, Terry. Shit, sorry about
1: that. That concrete floor. Always makes me cringe when I look at that
0: floor, and I think of what Paul Orendorf and Cactus Jack, that cannonball that he did, and missed him completely all back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what, Vader and Mick Foley, I think it was a power
3: bomb, wasn't it? On the outside, just his head just bounced. There's a concussion. And uh, they, when Cactus Jack went on to uh, having a bit of an adventure, yeah, had amnesia. Mm. They had some wars, Vader and Mick, like
0: ripped his ear off and just Germany. Yeah. What the old WCW Saturday Night? Yeah. Great neck breaker. Look at that, two of them.
3: He's going out for the neck now.
0: So we're at 2:30:04, 2:30:05, guys, on our clock. Been a great show. I really enjoyed this event.
3: I have to agree with you, Tom, and it's been fantastic. Good choice.
0: And I have the next one locked in, and I'll announce that at the very end. What we're doing for the uh, another show at the end of the month?
3: I just would like to apologise now, guys, for
1: that one. Why?
3: Just because. Let me think of one that we could do. Oh God, help us! Hey guys, do you like garbage? Listen to the broadcast. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, really. Hey, guys, what's your favourite colour? Brown? Dog shit brown. (laughs) With a hint of carrot.
0: Man, this stuff is terrible, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yuck. Wow, thanks. makes them worse. Like, my hands (laughs) are...
3: No, my hand smells like dog shit. No, it's
0: under my control. It's actually in my control now. It's (laughs) It's in in my grips. In my it's, in my, from,
3: from it's in my Luxy. grip, and it's all over my chair.
0: It's all on my Triumph chair. It's on my Rogue Energy can. Damn.
3: Now it's in my Rogue Energy can, and it's in the... Oh, uh-oh. Oh, oh with
0: oh. a brandy in the head.
3: Yeah. With a brandy in the head. Thanks, Tom. Okay. Oh, we're hitting my brandy in the head. <laughs> you
1: okay? Oh.
3: Is he shearing uh, there? Is he having
1: a shave? I think so. Who's the one?
0: Like, was it Adul the butcher and New Jack? The scarring that they've got on their foreheads from their wars—that's yes, that's all uh, hard way. And it's all in like one spot of the forehead, like the really fleshy bit. That guy looks like um, it's too
3: hard there. Look at him. It does. That kid in the red hat's not having a good time. No, he's tired. He's got his head on. He's got his head down. I came here to see Sting. Can we go home now? No, I want to see Ric Flair and, and Funk in a bloody match. One, well, you think, two. too, like,
0: this would be, what, about 11 o'clock at night, nearly 12-ish on the, uh, in America when they were doing their night shows? To, one of them were, like, 6 you o'clock think? open.
3: I thought that was, well, like, they would start earlier back then.
0: Well, some would be, like, doors open at 6, show starts at 7 o'clock,
3: 7.30. Uh, I always thought WCW did, like, earlier stuff. Like, they would start okay. at, like, 2 in the afternoon and finish by 8 o'clock or, Mm. yeah. I always thought that back then. Well, again, if you're aiming
0: more for family, you don't want it to be too late. Exactly. And you look at what WrestleMania is now, they go into the next day, like after 12, nearly 12.30.
3: It's ridiculous, that type of stuff.
0: But the one when Becky won the belt in the main event, that was like Mm -hmm. nearly 12.30 at night. And because yeah. of that, like, there was no trains running for people to get out of the stadium to fly back or to get on this, you know, public transport. They're all stuck there waiting for trains.
3: Yeah, there's a kid over there in that blue T-shirt. looks bored as hell.
1: Oh, look at this. I want to see the dynamic dudes again. I didn't get a oh, Frisbee. I want to get a Frisbee in the face. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, count it. Count it. One.
3: What the? Yep. One. Two. Oh, you got oh my God!
1: Him. Wow! What?
3: Fantastic!
0: That was—I didn't see that happen, and I thought there was still another couple of minutes of that one.
3: Ah, fantastic!
0: So it's he sounded the cradle into. Oh,
1: oh. there he goes Gary, and you go, and spits on him. Oh, here it. he comes! Look, a look, top rope! Here he comes!
3: Who is it? Don't say who it is. Ooh, oh, with, with the green mist in the in the blood. Green and red. Look at him. <laughs> oh.
1: Blood on the forehead and face, and mist under in the mouth.
3: Oh my God! Look at him. Oh. Oh, jeez. Tommy Young's going. Look out!
1: Oh. The great Muta. So this is the same way our I quit. Yes, it did. It's almost ended a Clash of Champions. Muta coming out and Sting out there and everything. Oh my God! It bloodened him up. Look at him. <laughs> he's looking up that rampway. Do you hear what they're chanting? Hear what they're chanting? We want, we sting. want, thing. yeah. Oh, Doug, again, again, again. Get in there. There's Doug. Oh, oh a chop! Yeah.
3: Doug took a karate chop. Oh, and, oh
1: it, and a spinning heel kick, Xbox style. Oh, you can hear him chanting now. Yeah, they come. Oh, he, look that uh, oh, that, chant that, was open, bent. that was open. That was open. Here comes the world TV champion, saving Ric Flair. Look at that! Oh, look at oh. these two! Look at these clash of styles. Wow! Terry fucking Sting! Look at that! And they're all fly- <laughs> Whoa! Jesus! What Jeez. the
0: Flare with a flying right knee over Jeez. Doug Dillinger. Get him out of there. Look,
1: Doug's out. <laughs> Doug, move. I'm trying.
3: Okay, I took a karate chop and a kick. I'm dead.
1: Well, I never flare full on left with a flying knee. That was crazy.
3: Two o five live
1: there. Moving around like a cruiserweight. Oh my God! Look at these two. Clear him out. The final
0: Nitro, guys, eh? 2001. Mm-hmm. March 2001.
1: Oh, look at it. Look, look. Oh, oh look my it. God. Jesus, Muta. Look at it. Please don't. Please it don't. They really came back on him. Yeah. Well, where am I? There's Jake the Snake there.
3: <laughs> what the hell was that? There's Jake the Snake what, what right there. What was that? He, he had something Someone...
0: in his hand and then
1: they threw it. The...
3: Someone offered him some money and he threw it <laughs> in his face.
1: <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, he's okay. back in. Look. No, get out. No. Well, this was all oh, leading oh, towards Halloween Havoc, which would be the next oh. big show in October. Stinghole in the towel there for Flair. The big gold belt, eh? T- okay. Yeah. Terry Funk,
3: stop it. Just stop it. Behave. Look, shoot. Oh. Oh. oh, Flair's on. Look at this. It's <laughs> oh my god! Look at this. I' oh, sorry, I didn't mean oh, to man. hit you so hard
0: with the tone. Look, the... look at Gary, I'm out of here. There. Yeah.
3: <laughs> After this guys.
0: I'm
1: out. Look at this. Oh. Oh my god. Out. Guys, stop. Stop. Post in the ring. Oh. This is kind of how we ended Capital Comet with Flair screaming with Tony Schiavone on the mic.
3: Now. <laughs> <laughs> and we still got. How long have we got? 2.37? Only a seven. couple of minutes, I think. Yeah, about okay. four We've minutes, five or minutes. So. We've got five minutes left. What are we doing?
0: I think there's a promo that JR, they Interview. conduct with Flair and Sting, which is actually our poster, guys. If you've actually seen our poster out for this episode, no. Um, Alan's actually on the body of Sting, I believe, and I'm on Flair, I think, looking at the
3: poster. Yeah. I mean, what's he doing? I mean, put the chair down. Unless you're going to sit on that chair. <laughs> Don't you throw it. Look at him, don't. No, he's Gary. Do it. Come on, mate. Don't do it. Come on. It's all right. Come on, Come on. Come on fellas. Let's go. Let's go <laughs> get a kebab. <laughs> get some games, though. Come on. I don't off. care. Oh. oh. Dave Dillinger's up. He's on the team of Flare and uh, Sting. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's still
1: going. Jeez. This is getting crazy! Oh yeah, my that, god! That's cool. Oh my god! That's a, that's oh a my fan god! Chair. Yep, that's yeah. a fan. Look at. It. yeah, Terry's back with the brandy on. Him. Look! Oh shit! Yep.
0: Was he trying to? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> well, look out, this fan! Look out! <laughs> oh my lord! I think Instinct's telling him, Terry, hey, we're taking it
1: home, brother. Come on. We're gonna we go. Now Flair's oh. got it. Oh. oh my god! They hit muted in the oh back there. Yep. God. Oh, stop. that
3: should stop right there. Look at the, correct, the actual look branding iron; it's not
1: bending. It's not bending. I like, say it's not bending. It's like a genuine. Look at the camera. There's a big squiggly line there. What the? The branding iron's bent. Can we have an interview, please? Oh my lord. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. Go him, home. Give him the, the belt. Tell him to go home. Go home Sorry, now. I was losing his voice. Oh, oh! Do you see that? Yeah. Flair through the chair. <laughs> oh man nice.
3: enough oh my god what is that no is that? that's
0: the that's the curtain from the, the stop the fans coming in yeah the
3: that's red rope the red a velvet <laughs> rope no one oh, crosses
0: the
1: belt stop guys okay we've got Flair's to do hurt. a promo
3: <laughs> I think Flair's been in the head
1: yeah the chair smacked. it was Terry he ran up behind him and just slammed it on top of his head.
3: They wanted to have an interview, but no. Uh, no. We've got four minutes left,
1: guys. Here we go. That was
3: crazy. That was quite mental. No, I've never actually watched this match. Hang on. Not, they're not... Oh, no. We've got the Nature Boy guys and And I'll show you, Alan. Look. look, there's our poster. Oh, huh.
0: And there's that shot there that we're about to see.
1: Yeah, you're, you're Ric Flair in this poster and I'm Sting.
3: So... Is that on Twitter?
1: Uh no, that's well it's on there now, yeah. That's our poster art. Sorry guys, I didn't even notice it. Come on, Sting, come over here. Look at that shot of Rick. The green and the red. Yes. Green, red and blonde. <laughs> Look oh, at those eyes, L. Yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ. It
3: looks like something out of Apocalypse Snail.
0: Yeah. It's just real. Look at those. You know, I say it
1: before, like, the eyes tell the story in a promo. You see it with Edge, you see it with Randy Orton, and you see mm-hmm. it here with Flair. Look at JR. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. oh. Oh, man. I think so. I think we're through here. I want Gallagher. to go home.
3: I would like to go home. Arn <laughs> Anderson? Uh, sorry. um, Ollie Anderson, are we going home?
1: Are we going home? He's lost his voice. Yeah, they're talking about the sting and Muta finish. There you go. So they vacated the title. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, because so, uh, Halloween
0: Havoc wasn't until October, but in September... Muta won the title from Sting. Okay. Because Halloween Havoc had the Thunderdome match, which was Ric Flair and Sting against Funk
1: mm-hmm. and Muta. And uh, Sting and Flair won after Gary Hart threw in the towel. These people are just all. Everyone's going home now. Here we go. Okay,
3: another minute. Here we go.
0: So he was going to. He was actually going to figure four. or Was it Indian death lock? Him?
3: No, he was doing the cross wing. The, the like a Texas the old,
0: cloverleaf. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, it was the rotating. So that's what he
1: pulled in him and then really flag leg rolls through.
3: Yeah, yeah. Look at this.
1: Yeah, One, shoulders down. Two. Yeah, you got him.
3: No submission. Claim pinfall. Was pin there? Fall.
1: Was there? I don't actually recall. Was
0: did
3: Flair even do the figure four in this match? He did while we were talking about Game loom, <laughs> Game of Goo. No, I like my one better. The essence <laughs> it smell this, of... This is a different product. Hey, guys,
0: sixty <laughs> You've tried the best. Now try the shittest. let <laughs> Now try
3: the... Cr- yeah. <laughs> oh. Jim Heard, Jim Ross, Tommy P. Edwards, Greg Leathers, Mark Johnson, Billy Reynolds, Jim Reeves, Al Maxwell.
1: Jackie Crockett on the camera there.
3: Jackie Crockett. Bruce Smith, Jackie Davis, Jeff Hall, Jim Pyle, Lim Clitrix, Walt Smith, Pam Wedding, James Burns, Alan P. Smith,
1: Briley Light, Lawn Tech, Viacom, Satellite
3: Association. Why are you ending it on this? It's
1: should actually just have Blair standing up
3: yeah, okay. yeah. hey 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 don't do that oh. karate kick and there we go guys wow guys that was a
0: very big show now
3: wow. before we actually finish
0: up and announce what's coming up next here is a great wrestling podcast that we think you guys should definitely check out
3: hi everyone this is BJ from the Mining for Mayhem podcast and you can find me and Seth every Monday on your favourite podcast platform But more importantly, stay tuned because you're listening
0: to the Brocast Podcast. All right, guys, we are back, and it's now time to talk about what's coming up next, though. But before that, actually, anything you want to say about this show, any closing comments about this month or this this, uh, event? Uh, Great show, Tom.
3: Uh, Great choice. I really enjoyed watching that and uh, going back and looking at stuff that was going back in 1989 when, Jesus Christ, who am I working with? There's a bottle there. I saw to float on the floor. No, I knocked it in my hand by accident. Thanks a lot everyone for uh seeing and listening to the show and yet again I hope this is a nice little uh distraction to you guys, for especially people around the world during this difficult time that we're we're in. Tom, what are we doing next time?
0: Well Alan, get your Global Force Wrestling Network up and running. We're going back to TNA.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> now, I'll this the, time, I'll get the we're, whiskey.
0: We're actually not doing an event from the calendar month that we're covering. I've decided to actually choose a few events that happened at different times of the year. Mm. So, we're actually traveling. Uh, so, we're moving now from 1989. We're traveling 19 years later. We're going to 2008. Okay. okay? And we're covering an event called TNA Turning Point 2008. And the reason why I want to cover this was it heavily features the main event Mafia.
1: Right. Okay.
0: So the main event Mafia was formed a couple of weeks earlier, which mm-hmm. featured Kurt Angle, mm-hmm. Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. Sting, Booker T, and Scott Steiner. And they completely are dominating the TNA roster. Uh, and this night, let me break down some of these matches that we're going to be covering up. Go for it. So we are going to be covering a, uh, matches, including Beer Money Inc. So mm. we get to see Beer Money finally in the card mm. and the Motor City Machine Guns for the TNA nice. K Team Championship. Cool. <clears throat> We're going to do Booker T versus Christian Cage. Now, this is for the inaugural
1: TNA Legends Championship. Now, okay. <laughs> okay. If people could see Alan's face. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh now also Kevin Nash versus mm. Samoa Joe and oh. that's because Kevin Nash turned on Samoa Joe at Bound for Glory the previous month and helped Sting win the TNA Championship this other match here this is the one that is uh, Abyss has actually talked about this this is in his top three of his favourite matches he's ever competed in mm. this was the Falls Count Anywhere match where Abyss took on Kurt Angle this was the one when Kurt leapt from the entrance ramp with a somersault flip, landing on Abyss.
3: Absolutely and the, mental.
0: And the main event is AJ Styles and Sting for the TNA World Heavyweight Championship.
3: Okay. That, that's, <laughs> okay, so it doesn't sound like a lot of matches though. It's actually. No,
0: the, I just sum, No, I summed the top oh, three ones. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Also on is the card,
3: it? there's there's
0: an next division matchup. There's a women's Ladies? tag team matchup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've got uh, our awesome Kong will be on the card. We've also got Sheikh Abul Bashir, which was actually um, Davari on the card. Next mm-hmm. Division champion taken on Rhino, but it actually wasn't for the belt. And uh, yeah, that's what we're going to be covering at the end of this month, guys.
1: Oh. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why?
3: <laughs> because it's something different. <clears throat> All right, bro. I'm looking forward to it. Um, see how it goes. And probably the main big thing to take away from that
0: show, this was also when Mick Foley was there, and he was the leader of the TNA Frontline, which was uh, the young talent that were feeling that the main eventers, as in the veterans, were pushing them down, where Foley himself wanted to work with the Frontline. He wanted to work with the young guys to take out guys like Kurt Angle, Sting, Scott Steiner, Booker T, as they were trying to come in for money and push everybody out.
3: So similar to the New Blood Rising, new yeah, blood. A,
0: bit, a bit smaller, yeah, smaller version of that.
3: Yep. Right, okay.
0: So we'll be covering that match. Uh, we're going to be doing the show. I'm looking. At, I think it's July 31st. It's the last Friday in this month. Uh, so guys, lock in your calendars. TNA Turning Point 2008. Alan's excited. He's hiding it, but he's excited.
3: <clears throat> yep. I'm looking forward to it, guys. It's going to be great.
0: And that's it, guys. So in regards to our show, you can download all episodes on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Highcast, Castbox, and a range of different podcast streams. Also want to give a shout-out once again to RogueEnergy.com, Luxie.com, TriumphChairs.com, uh, ClinchGaming.com, uh, also PlayerOneCoffee.com. Use your codes, Bro247, and also 2702 on Rogue Energy. Check us out on Twitter broadcast podcast T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T and Alan any closing comments before we finish up
3: uh, make sure to send Tom an email at the at the broadcast too for more information about game lube it's game goo no <laughs> it's not <sighs>
1: I'll have to make one now. I'll
0: have to make a T-shirt of that now.
1: Game loom. But you
0: have to make it like it's oozing, like the words. uh, I'll skip that. Time to say goodnight. Okay. As I say each and every episode, good morning, good afternoon, good evening all.
3: night.
0: What's going on, everybody? Want to invite you to join me, that's Craig, and EJ every Sunday for our Squared Circle Countdown. That's right, just search Squared Circle Countdown on Twitch, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. And of course, follow us on Twitter at Squared Top 10. Or once again, just search Squared Circle Countdown and you'll find us. Join us every Sunday as we count down the top matches from pay per views from WWE, WCW, NWA, and of course, AEW.
2: I'm you don't wanna be at. This ain't no home, sweet home, it's a whole sweet misery. We knew when we got here, they tried to pull us away. But when they see us walk down the street, they ran the other way. Bad street in Bad street in the whole USA, Bad street Street is jumping, and I could be the brow. Old lady in the bed, she don't hear the cops call. She might as well call the army or the United States Marines. 'Cause we know how to handle this bad street, scene. Mm-hmm. bad street in Atlanta, G. A. Bad street in the whole U. S. A. Bad street.